Welcome back, everyone. It is episode 179 of Thirst and Goal. I'm Franny. Across from me is Ben, and we're a show about NFL football, fun, friends, whiskey, and beer reviews. Subscribe, and you'll get everything you need to know about the NFL and become a whiskey and beer expert like us. Subscribe at our website, thirstandgoal.buzzsprout.com, or search us in any podcatcher. Ben, we are back. We've been off the air for uh, just about a month like, now. It's, it's, of, it's, yeah, it's been just about a month. We were looking forward to our European vacation for so long. It was a long time coming, three years. Pandemic happened. Yeah. We weren't able to go anywhere. And in the blink of an eye, it was done. And we are yeah. back. Episode 179. It's but it was good. It was good. It was good. Restful, but also not restful. I didn't get any rest yeah, at you all. You didn't but... get any rest. That's true. Uh, I got a little bit of rest. You know, sun traveling, airports. Unfortunately, I uh, got to see Budapest. Uh, I, you know, been th- as Franny said, three years. Uh, we saw Prague. We saw Lisbon. Sonny and I saw Lisbon, uh, Vienna. Uh, probably, you know, leave a uh, city in uh, Slovenia. Finally, Money, we're back on our yeah, European I mean, vacation. So back we, in 2019, yeah. and we weren't able to go anywhere in 2020 because of travel restrictions. 2021, same thing. So finally, 2022, we're able to get out and about. It seemed like everybody was on the move in Europe. I mean, yeah, Croatia sure. was packed. Budapest, Ben, was packed. I was in Salzburg. Salzburg was packed. You know, I was in Hallstatt as well. Hallstatt also, you know, also packed. Um, and then Opatia back in Croatia, also completely full of tourists. Uh, you know, it seems like everybody was ready to get back oh, to what sure. we used to enjoy. Yeah. And that's traveling, Ben. Yeah, exactly. I'm just glad we had an opportunity to do it. We'll do it again next year. Uh, but it just felt good to sort of feel like you're back to normal, get, get out of the country, do something different. Uh, you know, I enjoyed Budapest. Franny's been there before. Uh, interesting city. It has the sort of this, the, the, the nice elements that you expect in certain European cities, but it also has a gringier, grimier side to it as well. And as Franny said, I mean, it was really, really busy. So that I think added to, uh, the excitement of it. Got to see the, the parliament, got to see the cathedral, got to see all the buildings that were bombed out during World War II and that they're rebuilding, as well as the buildings that withstood the bombardment during that time. Uh, so really, really cool city the way it's set up, the way you have the river, that, the, the Danube that runs between the two sides of the city. You have that raised sort of Game of Thrones <laughs> uh, hilltop where all of the... On the Buddha side. The aristocrats, you know, would, you know lived in the, the past. That the sort wealthier of looked, side you know, of town. Yeah. <laughs> and the other city is the other side, the pest side, a little bit more flat, uh, flat. more. And as more, you make your way into the city, it gets a little dingy, a little yeah, grimy, a little bit, you know, but it's like mm. at night though. I mean, you, you, you have everything that you want. I mean, if you want to stay at a classy restaurant or a classy hotel, you got that, but you meander a little bit further out and then you got all the, all the, uh, the college students, it seems, yeah. uh, you know, just partying and having a good time and, you know, we went through those neighborhoods as well. I mean, you you, you probably want to watch your wallet a little bit yeah. closer because uh, yeah, it, it, it it got a little it got a little uh, a little dingy oh, at, for sure. at, at times. You know, with everybody asking whether you want cocaine or sex clubs and that sort of thing. <laughs> sex club, nightclub, sex I'm like, club, wait, are those club, two things cocaine. related? Yeah, I mean, it's like everybody's <laughs> asking if you want things? these things. 
And I was like, I do, but not here. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I don't know I this language. My kidney. This language is the weirdest language in Europe. I do not yeah. want to get stuck here because I don't want a policeman yelling at me <laughs> in some weird ass language. I mean, if I get if, if 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 I get pulled over, if I get stuck in Croatia or whatever, and they're you know they can interrogate me and yell at me in Croatian. At least I know what the fuck they're yeah, talking about. Exactly. Even in Germany, I might understand a thing or two. Even in Italy, wherever. But Hungarian is, is a whole a language in and of itself. It's like you got you got words that there's no vowels. They're all consonants, <laughs> and you know they're like 15 letters long, and you don't know what the fuck they mean. Exactly. But yeah, highly recommend it. I mean, it's not grimy in the get stabbed, get shot, get killed, American uh, way of, no, no. where we think of grimy, you're, you're still 100% safe. The yeah. worst that's going to happen to you is you're going to get pickpocketed. Someone's going to try to take advantage of you with a, some type of a scam or a of sex course. club or something. I mean, that, but that can happen anywhere. You but know. it's not dangerous. Yeah. It's not physically dangerous. It's just, uh, you know, people in hospitals Watch don't, uh, they don't, they don't shower that often. They don't shower very often. <laughs> they don't no. shower a lot. No, but it's fun. I mean, you know, I wouldn't it's like, have it's gone. Like Woodstock, it's like Woodstock 68 all over that part of the city. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if, if I wouldn't, you know, I, I wouldn't have gone back to Budapest if I hated it the first time around. I really liked Budapest the first time around. I loved it the second time around. I mean, it's a great city to visit. I mean, I probably wouldn't live there. Um, like you said, Ben, it's got some great monuments. Um, you know, it's 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 got that, obviously, that, that European city feel. Um, but you know, there are some neighborhoods that you walk into that, you know, maybe are normal to people in Budapest, but you know, since we're from LA and we kind of know the dinger grimier side of this city, you go into a large city like that and you get kind of nervous because we know what, what can happen here over there. Maybe not so much, but you know, you still got to watch yourself just a little bit in, in certain parts of the town. But you know, I mean, it, it's a great place to visit for anybody yeah. out there. I mean, Budapest was awesome. I mean, oh, Salzburg. Yeah. Ben, you didn't go to Salzburg with me. Salzburg, I mean, if you got pickpocketed over there, they'd probably take your wallet, <laughs> put, put more, more money, money in. into it, and give it back to you <laughs> because everybody over there was dressed to the nines. Everybody drove a BMW. Everybody drove an Audi. I don't know where all the wealth came from in that city. Uh, it's a small city. You know, two days there is enough, but it's a beautiful city as well. Hallstatt was was awesome. It's just a picturesque, um, you know, Austrian town on a lake with mountains all around. And uh, you know, Croatia's Croatia. I mean, you know, it's you're 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 an adopted Croat, Ben. Yeah, I mean, definitely and, more know. aesthetically pleasing to the eye, even <laughs> driving through it, uh, than Hungary for sure. Yeah, I mean, aesthetically, I mean, aesthetically, Hungary is not much to look at until you get to Budapest. It's flat. It's yeah. Hungary is very flat. Uh, but you know, Croatia. Obviously, we got the coastline and everything. So you know, I've, I've been there so many times in my life where it's. You know, it's it's become the usual. Uh, you know, for me and Ben, it's your what fourth or fifth time more in 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 yeah, Croatia. Probably like six six time. Yeah, dang. you know, I've probably been there about seventeen times in my life. So I mean, you know, Croatia, I love it. You know, I love being there. I feel like I'm at home over there. But you know, I love venturing out and visiting these other cities. And uh, you know, next year we'll see where we go. I, I wasn't able to make it to Montenegro. This year, next year, next year, maybe next year, I make it to Montenegro. Yeah, I mean, in Budapest, they ask you, you know, sex club, cocaine. In Salzburg, they say, you know, euros, euros. Would you like some euros? Uh, <laughs> Would you like some diamonds? <laughs> we're sir? giving out euros here. Yeah, but it was, I was impressed. I was so <laughs> impressed. Would you like some extra euros? With, with like with Salzburg, because I'm walking around in my tank top and my shorts. You don't say. And I felt like <laughs> you had shorts and a tank top on. And uh, uh, you yeah. don't say. And and, and and like and and my slippers, I'm and I'm just like walking around the city because it was hot. It was it was actually they were pretty. That night gets chilly, but your, during the your day, sliders, nice and warm. No, my sliders. And, uh, you know, everybody was dressed to impress in that city. I was like, damn, I feel like a popper over here, 
you know, eating my schnitzel yeah, exactly. at this restaurant. But, uh, no, I mean, Salzburg, you know, for anybody who goes there, two days is enough. It's the small city. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, but we're welcome. We're happy. We're welcome. We're happy to be back. Uh, Four-week hiatus. Football season only two weeks away till game one on, I think, September 8th. I think it might be the Bills. I'm not sure who it is, but there's a game on September 8th. And then we get into full speed uh, game, a full slate of games on September 11th. But we do have to – oh, actually, we should – I don't need to ask you how you... Well, actually, how was it coming back to work this week? Uh, it was excruciating, Ben. It was excruciating coming yeah. back to work. Uh, you know, the first day especially. Um, I mean, that day dragged. It felt like... I mean, I, I worked two days this week, and I kind of planned it that way where I don't work a full week. You worked a full week. Um, but, you know, I planned it where I work Thursday, Friday, get the weekend off, which is nice. But that first day back, I mean, it, it, it felt like three days in one. It, it was it was pretty terrible. Yeah, I just ripped the bandaid off. Uh, on Monday morning, first thing I called the yeah. people I needed to call, and I I just said like, give it to me. Yeah. Just tell me. I'm still don't don't spare me. I want to know <laughs> right now. I need to know all the bad things that happened in the last two weeks. Just tell me right now so that I can rip it off and start the week. I don't, I know you're going to try to spare me. Don't spare me. Just tell me. Yeah. Uh, and it was a long, busy week this mm-hmm. week, and it's only going to get. <laughs> Busier as we move uh, in in uh, towards November in L.A. Uh, but, Franny, what are you drinking over there? Uh, tonight, Ben, I am drinking the Ethan's Reserve Straight Bourbon Whiskey with a little bit of club soda, a little bit of Coke, and what is that lime juice that you have right there? Organic lime Orga- juice. Of course it's organic. I mean, this is, <laughs> this is L.A. Speaking I mean, everything's of organic. Uh, oh, yeah. Sorry, I pulled that away from you. And, uh, yeah, so that and Coke, that, and yeah, it tastes good. It's, it's, uh, what'd you call it? It was like a, uh, uh, a, a whiskey Ricky or something yeah, like that. You're drinking, yeah. you're drinking a bourbon or bourbon whiskey, whiskey? Rick, yeah. Ricky, and I'm drinking a gin Ricky with drum, drum shambo, slow distilled gunpowder, Irish gin from the beautiful Isle of Ireland, post civil war, Ireland. It's an Irish, it's an Irish gin, huh? Yeah, oh, wow. and it's All actually right. it's actually really good. Uh, there were a couple weeks there where I was alone in the house, and <laughs> it looks this bottle was full, and now there's only about an inch left in the bottom of that bottle. It was funny because and I was only drinking like one a day. You know, it, it's funny because before like, the weekend, of course, you said like uh, you know you, you were drinking it while the wife was away, but I don't think she would really give a shit if you were drinking it like you know just as a as um, you know a nightcap. You know, no, yeah, it's just it's just a different like you get you get done with belly. work, then you got to do more th- uh, when you're when you're when your spouse is at home, you have to do more uh, uh, chores than huh. when you're by yourself. Yeah, well, you tell just me ignore about some it. of those chores and then do them all at once. Tell me about it. Ben. Whereas yeah. spouses expect you to sort of do them every single day. I uh, so I just wait. Whenever. I just saved up all of the things I needed to do until right before I left for yeah. Croatia. It's, uh, it's funny though, because I mean, like I was gone for you know whatever twenty three days or whatever, coming back. Uh, you know, at work, you know, speaking uh, and hearing mostly Croatian, uh, I was stuttering. Like I, I was like, like I need, I need to get my mindset back on no. the English language. I, <laughs> <laughs> that was also another thing, Ben. When, when you were in, I did Budapest, it today. When, or last uh, night we went to the mall and I did it. I just see the new theater over when, here. When you were in, when you were in Budapest, I, like, I said I did it to the AMC woman. I said hello. You, 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 you were trying to act like you weren't American, like you were from some Swedish dude, and you're telling like everybody it got on your nerves, like the Korean guy. 
that we were up on the hilltop over there in Budapest and you started talking to him like, like not everybody understands English, Ben. And you're like, hello. <laughs> <laughs> hello, my name's Ben. Well, like, I mean, I wasn't meaning to be disrespectful. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, I know that. But I mean, you know, it's like uh, you, so you, you were basically saying hello to, to, to every passerby. <laughs> I was handing out Ricola. Ricola. Yeah, yeah. Like, ben, Ben, <laughs> you, you're, you're from New York, man. Like, I you should know. be like, hello. <laughs> Yo, bro. Yo. Yo, bro. How but many they were at least, steps at least to the would... fucking top of this goddamn thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is a fucking. Where's the escalator? Yeah, Ben definitely needs to work out. Ben has to. Uh, physically where's the angel's flight to get, get me to the top of this thing? Into shape. It was long. It's like, oh, we got to the top. Oh, the monument's closed. <laughs> <laughs> but we made it to the top. We of made the it hill to the top. In I was sweating. Everybody Budapest. else looked like they had just gotten you know gotten I was out of walking the shower. Up. Everyone, everyone's basically just like. You know, walking up, no problem. You know, Ben, like, you seemed like you were climbing Mount Everest. I stopped, like, like every two staircases. Like, where, where's base camp? Where's the base camp one? I should have so brought I can, a tent. I need oxygen. I need where's oxygen. my I'm fucking like, right, shirt by to get up this hill? I'm just going to check my phone here. Let me check the Instagrams <laughs> and, uh, you know, see. And you're, like, you're like breathing heavily and, and sweating yeah. profusely. Trying to and, get a bottle of water from the guys that were renovating the top, the hop top, the building at the top. And it's basically 300 feet. I mean, basically, yeah, but it's not it's 300 feet and very meandering, very meandering. And it's more than 300 feet. Yeah, yeah, but it was worth it. It was worth it. You get the whole, you know, view of the city. For sure. And I have top. pictures yeah. to prove it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but Friday, all right, yeah. uh, we talked about our drinks. Uh, we're a little bit out of practice. Know, uh, yeah, we're a little bit out of practice. I know. It's been a while. Uh, but we're back, and we're ready to talk football. I'm going to talk about some things that we should have talked about. Have we been on the show? But Friday, what are we going to talk about on this inaugural <sighs> episode back from our break right before the season? And Ben on the big board. We have our NFL news as usual. We have a shout out to our new and loyal listeners out there. We have our shot of the week, Ben. In honor of our trip, we have our Budapest shot. It is basically a layered shot. It is the Hungarian flag uh, shot. It's green on the bottom, white in the middle, red on top. And we also have our brown of the week, our beverage of the week. It's the Ben Riak, the original 10, a Speyside single malt scotch whiskey, three cask, matured Ben. Cannot wait to try that. We also have our beer of the week. Which is... I think it's Tarantula Hill Brewing Company. It is the Tarantula Hill Brewing Company. Tomorrow's Problem Triple IPA. Looks good. Also cannot wait to try that. And that was... Uh, it was given to us by our longtime listener, Kim, who I work with, Ben, because I do tell my coworkers <laughs> yes. that I have a podcast. Yes, I'm yes, like yourself. Yes. Yes. You just tell random people <laughs> at, you know, whatever bagel shop you go to. <laughs> I like, do. Hey, I got a podcast. But <laughs> talk to all, all over your the coworkers, city. All your coworkers, though... They have no idea what the fuck you do on Saturday. <laughs> and uh, and then we have our housekeeping to finish up the show, Ben. All right, Freddie, what's first about a big board? First up, Ben, we have our NFL news. Yes, it was a lot of news in our absence. So what we're going to do, some of these stories obviously will be old news to you, but they are new news to us, and I'm sure all of our listeners are interested in our takes. We have the biggest piece of news, obviously, that happened while we were gone. Deshaun Watson settles, and he tests the NFL's medal. The National Football League suspended Cleveland Browns quarterback Deshaun Watson for 11 games and fined him $5 million in a settlement amid accusations of sexual misconduct and assault against him from two dozen women. A disciplinary officer initially decided to spend him for six games, but it was later appealed by the NFL to the NFL with league commissioner Roger Goodell saying he sought to have Watson suspended for at least a full season. With the threat of more severe penalties looming, Watson finally issued a non-apology apology. He said, I want to say that I am truly sorry to all of the women that I have impacted in this situation. 
Watson said in an interview with the Browns broadcast team, the decisions that I made in my life that put me in this position, I would definitely like to have back, but I want to continue to move forward and grow and learn and show that I'm a true person of character. Uh, first way of showing that is not signing with the Cleveland Browns. In signing off on the settlement. Uh, you sign where we make $260 million. Goodell seemed to think that apology was sufficient. Deshaun has committed to doing the hard work on himself that is necessary for his return to the NFL. Goodell said in his statement announcing the settlement happened about two weeks ago. Uh, this was pretty big news. I think it was right before I left, but after well, while, yeah, while was, you were already there. It was just about when we, when we got to Croatia. It was around that time. I mean, it's been it's been a few weeks now. Um, but Ben, other than that, he didn't get convicted. Franny, what do you exactly? What do you that's, have what to say? that's what I was about to say. This guy has never been convicted of anything. <laughs> I'm <laughs> just saying. You. I'm just saying. You know, I mean, I thought I thought the six game suspension. Uh, was too long. No, I th- I, th- I thought that I thought that suspension was sufficient. Actually, uh, you know, eleven games. I don't know why they went. They backtracked and they went to eleven games. Now, I mean, obviously, it's your division, Ben. It's the AFC North. Yeah, so seventeen You're games was the perfect amount. Pittsburgh Steelers fan. <laughs> seventeen band. games would have and, been the perfect and, amount. You know what? Do you have any? Th- do you have any shit to talk about? Uh, the Browns ban or well, yeah, I said the first way of showing you're a man of character is not to sign with the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> uh, uh, like if you really are a man of character, you don't sign with the Cowboys. You don't sign with the Browns. You don't uh, sign well, with some Cowboys of these teams. Have a little bit of a history of of, of a, being a poor character way back. Yeah, way I mean, back they, in the day. a very long history of poor character players on that team. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I obviously wait, wait, wait. This taking why am I taking so much? Taking a step back from uh, my my being a fan of the Pittsburgh Steelers, I think you know, given the fact there's only one lawsuit left, the outstanding right now, there's only one woman that refuses to settle. That all of the other civil cases have settled, as far as I know. If you if you're asking me, I think probably twelve games, thirteen games, probably would have been a little bit more fair, given uh, the drama that this has caused for the league. Given whether he's been convicted or not, it, it there's obviously not a particularly good pattern of behavior by Deshaun Watson. As a Pittsburgh Steeler fan, I think seventeen games would have been the ideal number for me. But I, I or think thirty-four. I, I think Goodell. Yeah. I, think, I still think they need to work on this disciplinary system. If you're going to have an arbitrator and a judge that comes in and makes these decisions, yeah. you should live with the decision that they yeah. make, because you ultimately have decision-making authority. Obviously, you have to negotiate with the players' association, but the league has ultimate authority. It's almost like going to court, and then the court, the, the, the you know, the court, whoever runs the court, essentially says, "Well, we don't like that decision, yeah. so we're going to do this other thing." After going through the trial, after going through all you know the arbitration and all the information. I think they still got to iron this out. Either live with the decision mm-hmm. that the the that the the third party, uh, whatever they're calling arbitrator, Arbitrary makes whatever, or not. I mean, or just go back to Goodell making the decision. Uh, but as a Steeler fan, I mean, seventeen games would be ideal because that would be perfect for for me. Yeah. Well, I mean, even, even but at least in, it takes it takes the Cleveland case, Browns off off. It the, does. They, they can't. They're not going to win the division yeah. with whoever they have starting. I don't yeah. even know who they have starting. Uh, so that's is good. It J- it's Jacoby, good for the is Jacoby Brissett. Oh yeah, is Jacoby Brissett. I mean, Jacoby Brissett might win them a game or two, but I mean, in division, it, it's a tough division with the Bengals. You know, with with the Ravens. You know, with the Steelers. Even with the Steelers, not 100 percent sure who their starting quarterback is going to be for the entire season because they're going to start with Trubisky. But then who knows how Trubisky is going to play? I mean, they still got Pickett there. And they I have, know. <laughs> I know. And they have Mason, 
Mason Rudolph as well, who might not be on the team at the beginning of the season. We don't know about that. Um, but, you know, I, I thought they should have stuck with the six-game uh, suspension, you know, to begin with. I mean, that's, you know, basically what the original punishment was. And to backtrack on that, yeah, you know, I, I'm not I sure. I mean, six games is what that. Roethlisberger got. Wasn't yeah. convicted. It was a one-time occurrence. Yeah. Not making a comment on whether, I mean, whether he did it or didn't do it. or. Yeah. Obviously, if he did it, it was horrible. But Roethlisberger got a six-game suspension in a case that settled with no evidence and no criminal charges even being filed. And it was only a one-incident occurrence. This is like multiple, mm-hmm. you know. And so, I mean, to give the guy the same thing that you gave Roethlisberger 20 years ago, that seemed like a little bit of a low punishment. Yeah. But do you have anything else negative to say about the Cleveland Browns, Ben? <sighs> I mean, this is just I mean, it, because I mean, we have, it's just I've their character. I mean, this is who shot. they are. This is who they are. I mean, I, I mean, I know Jimmy Haslam. You know, I, I, I don't have anything bad to say about Kevin Stefanski. By all accounts, the guy seems like he knows what he's doing. Pretty stand-up guy, decent head coach. Ownership there, you know, really put him in a tough situation. This guy's got a fully guaranteed contract. Hasn't played for two years, two full seasons. He's going to get on the field after being out for almost three full years away from football. You know, how is he going to play when he comes back? I hope really, really poorly. I think the Browns deserve punishment for what they've done and the, and the drama that they've dragged the league into here. And uh, I hope uh, I hope the Browns do uh, poorly. Yeah. And do you want to say just fuck the Browns? Fuck the Browns. Uh, there you go, man. There I was waiting go. for that, Ben. What, and so we're going to do this shot. What are we drinking? This here, shot, I mean, for but quite a few weeks. I think we 12 drinking, games would have been a fair We were number. drinking the, uh, what, what was that punishment shot that the... Oh, the Ricea. The Ricea. The, one, of the, one of the versions of Ricea. One of the versions of Ricea, which was a very earthy, sort oh, of clay-like uh, concoction. Uh, agave, con- agave it, was, concoction. it was made from agave, that's for sure. Uh, and, you know, it was, it was, uh, I wouldn't say it was as much of a punishment. I mean, it wasn't terrible. It wasn't great. But, I mean, it's something that I could take shots of. You know, let's say yeah. I go to a bar and we just want well, to take Mezcal, shots. Oh, Mezcal, that's what we got to get. Yeah, Mezcal, too. We have to get that. But that's not really much of a punishment, too. Actually, Mezcal is nice. I mean, for, for making shots, I should probably get some Mezcal, add some smokiness uh, to our shots. But, uh we signed a contract in blood many years ago where if I say anything negative about a team in my division, which is the NFC East, I take a shot. Ben, if you say anything negative about a team in your division, which is the AFC North, then you take a shot. And your uh, wife, my cousin, who uh, has not been on the show for quite some time now. Only a couple if, years. If she said or says anything in the future negative about a team in her division, which is the NFC West, then she would also take a shot. And that will probably never happen. Yeah, she's um, like a dead relative. We always have a seat at the table for her. <laughs> I mean, and and we have her Michelle Tafoya. Yeah, Mike, Mike, we have their microphone ready, ready to go. go so she whenever can she wants, lean to. back yeah. and mad dog you, Ben, as you continue to talk and interrupt me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but tonight uh, we have. I, I was going to work the, on that. I, 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 no, yeah, I don't want you to work. I want you to interrupt me Hello. as much as possible. <laughs> uh, but tonight we have the Ellington Reserve Ginger, the hot ginger flavored whiskey. This is our punishment shot. For at least the next few weeks, Ben. Cheers to you. Let's do it. It's about thirty-five percent alcohol. Oh, we should throw some wasabi. You just said, uh, you know, fuck the Browns. And I, I just uh, the Browns are the Browns. Yeah, they are, and this proves it. Ah, yeah. Wow. Ooh, not bad, actually. Woo. That's that's got a kick. It's got a gingery kick. Oh wow, that is. It's actually not bad. Not. Terrible. I'm gonna have to, yeah. I'm gonna have to say something bad about the Bengals and the Ravens during this That's, podcast. I mean, I'm I'm impressed by very sweet. 
No, but I'm, I'm I'm impressed by the ginger burn that you get on the back. Ginger burn. No, but it's like you know, there's like a specific sort of burn that you get from ginger, and this has it. And it's it's not like the same sort of uh, fireball spice. It's, oh, it's way better. Yeah, this is yeah, it is actually way better. Yeah, yeah. I, actually, this is not much of a punishment <laughs> not at all. Much of a punishment. Yeah, I, I might say you know something about a, a team in my division just to take oh, a you shot. Will. You will. I, I'm sure you have something on the NFL news uh, just so I can take a punishment. Well, it is Ezekiel Elliott's last year in uh, Dallas. I was trying to find a <laughs> Dallas story, but Dallas doesn't have a lot of stories other than injured players. I, I mean, which is. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going to say anything just yet. <laughs> but they really don't have. I mean, other than yeah, you know what? What are they going to do with Zeke when his con? You know when he's when it's he, like he's eligible to be released at the end of the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think this this Deshaun. I mean, it's going to be a tough division. The Bengals obviously are playing well. You know, the Ravens are really down offensively. They don't have a lot of weapons on offense other than Lamar. They haven't gotten him signed up yet or extended yet. So it's going to be an interesting division. But it's nice for the Steelers to only be competing with the Bengals and the Ravens rather than having to worry about the Browns this season because had Deshaun Watson been out for four or five games and had come in week six or seven, that really still puts them in a position where they could. But even then, I mean, when he does return, when he's able to uh, you know play in a full game, I mean, how is he going to perform? In the, in, in the preseason, I think he played the first game, and in the first game, he didn't really look that good. I mean, he's really rusty right now. He hasn't played in quite some time. And I think when he is eligible to return, I believe they do play – the Texans. Yep. Yeah, I mean that, that was week. a conspiracy theory. It's like, yeah, all the eyeballs are going to be on that game. Yeah. Well, I don't I mean, think there was a, like they did eleven games. I mean, I would it. watch it. I mean, I've, I mean, I would watch any game that's on a Thursday night or Friday night. Yeah, or, or, maybe, sorry, a, Texans, a Thursday night honestly. or a, or a Monday or a Sunday or whenever that game is. But that's that's definitely uh, something that I would watch. I yeah. Mean, not, gonna, not not because of that, just because it's fucking football. Yeah, and it's the only game on Thursday. Franny, are you ready to move on? Yes, Ben. <laughs> All right. Tyrion Targaryen gets a contract. Kyler gets paid. Better run that air raid. Arizona Cardinals quarterback Kyler Murray's recent contract extension Friday, a five-year, $230,500,000 contract, including a $29 million signing bonus, $160 million in guaranteed money, and an average salary of $46 million. In 2022, Murray will earn a base salary of 965000 and a signing bonus of $29 million, while carrying a cap hit of $12 million and a dead cap value of $110 million, including, and this contract, Friday, includes an addendum that requires him to study film for four hours per week during the season to stay in compliance with the New Deal. The clause is labeled the Independent Study Addendum. A source who has seen the contract confirmed to ESPN that the addendum first reported by the NFL Network is, in fact, in the contract. According to the contract, Murray will need to study material provided to him by the club in order to prepare for the club's next upcoming game. Murray will receive credit for completing his film study, according to the contract. However, the addendum states the time Murray spends in mandatory meetings studying does not count and that Murray won't receive credit if he does not personally study the provided materials in good faith. The addendum also states that Murray will not get credit if he's not studying or watching the material while it plays on his tablet or if he's doing something that can distract him uh, or draw his attention elsewhere I mean that, while the material is playing, such as playing video games. I mean, that's TV. just proof of his immaturity, yeah. and he showed it this offseason. Failure to meet the addendum's requirements will mean that Murray will be deemed to be in default of his contract. Per the wording in the agreement, the addendum kicks in this season and lasts through 2028. Uh, so, Friday, two things. One, the money, and two... Uh, the addendum uh, to the contract. What do you think about the money? I mean, you know, we always talk about it on the podcast. You know, quarterbacks don't grow on trees, but this, you know, well, for Kyler Murray, 
it, it's it's a, I mean it's a tough decision. But his head might be made out of wood. He's he's a he's a decent quarterback. I mean he's got great legs. I mean he's great with the football on the ground. Through the air, he's okay. I mean he, you know he's he, he's his stats. You know is about twenty five touchdowns a year and maybe about 12, 13 interceptions a year. Uh, you know, completion percentages last season was about 70%. Um, but, you know, that's a lot of money to give up for a guy that has not really played that long in the league, and he hasn't but really he proven anything. In really small type, in a really long Twitter. Exactly, and he hasn't really proven... Well, his maturity level is is very low, uh, but I mean, it, 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 <laughs> that contract but, I mean, is crazy. It, it, but in in the postseason, the playoffs, I mean, he hasn't really proven anything. I mean, last season especially, I mean, they got their asses beat by the Rams, and you know, I mean, that's that's not just on Kyler Murray. I mean, the entire team played wasn't poorly, D-Hop, but Hopkins but, I mean, was healthy ha- in that game. Yeah, uh, I think AJ Green was out, or AJ Green was Hopkins was in that game either. Uh, but I mean, still. Is, I mean, this is a guy that you're paying all this money to, but does he really elevate this team? Because they have a lot of talent there, but is he the guy that's going to take them over the top? I mean, that's a lot of money to give, you know, five, ten, or a five, nine quarterback. Especially with all the quarterbacks is that are he, allegedly coming out next year. Is this the guy that's going to take you to the promised land? I don't know about that. And what do you think about the addendum? That's pretty hilarious. Actually, I, 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 didn't, I didn't realize that that was part of the contract. I mean, how embarrassing is that? I mean, these guys don't get embarrassed. I've seen their, I've seen their tweets. I mean, they're not particularly concerned with how they come off publicly. Uh-oh. Uh So, but I mean, that, that's just why would you give someone million, $230 dollars, forty six million dollars over you know every you know over the course of the year average, and one hundred sixty million dollars guaranteed money if you can't even. I mean, this is the leader of the franchise, right? This is your Aaron yeah. Rodgers, your Russell Wilson. I can't imagine Russell Wilson or Aaron Rodgers or even Deshaun Watson being in this situation. Lamar Jackson. Yeah, but those guys be, also have better like, numbers. But I they're mean, the they leader of the team. You yeah. have to, you have to, you have to bribe the leader of the team to to study the film. Yeah. I, I mean, Jalen Hurts doesn't isn't in this situation. Kenny Pickett not. isn't in this situation. Certainly not. Um, you know, uh, Matthew Stafford or any of these other guys. I'm just shocked by the ident. I mean, so obviously it demonstrates a problem that he doesn't feel like he needs to prepare yeah. for games. I mean, I don't know really if he really does need to prepare. He only can really hit about two routes, you know, on the outside of the field. I mean, he's only good, you know, throwing the ball deep because he can't see over his offensive lineman. I mean, it's it, if you really watch the film, it's mm-hmm. pretty clear, you know, how limited he is. Yeah. And, and, and this coming up to his fourth year, I'm going to go out on a limb and say defenses are going to figure this out and they're going to cover this in a way that makes those throws a little bit more. I know his accuracy is off the charts, but they're, those those throws are going to get difficult as the years progress and defenses figure him out. I I, I just, with the, with the quarterbacks that are coming out next year, I can't wait to do my quarterback study for next year's draft. Uh, I would have, I would not have signed him. I would have let him play this contract out this year. And if yeah. he decides to sit out, sit out and then draft somebody it's, next it's, year, because now yeah. you're locked up an average team with an average quarterback for five years. Because yeah, Lamar is still sitting there with no contract. And in my opinion, Lamar is a better quarterback than Kyler Murray's proven more. He's actually won a playoff game. He's been to playoffs more times. And uh, I mean, and he can you know, win a game as, on his as, own. As, if he has to. as exciting as Kyler is, you know, running the ball, you know, Lamar Jackson is um, head and shoulders literally <laughs> above, yeah. you know, Kyler Murray. Uh, you know, and it, it's pretty amazing that he hasn't received the contract, whereas Kyler Murray. Maybe they're just desperate to just have a quarterback in place so they can sort of build a team around this guy. I'm not sure exactly what their mindset is in Arizona. Uh, but, you know, I definitely would have let him play out the contract because I'm still not 
locked in on Kyler Murray as being, you know, the franchise guy. You know, I mean, the same thing with Jalen Hurts for the for the Eagles. You know, we'll see how this season plays out. But, you know, the Eagles aren't, you know, ready to sign him to a huge contract. Even no. though he's been in the league for, you know, a few years now. He still has got some to prove. Kyler Murray still has something to prove. And I don't know why the Arizona Cardinals just went in, gave him a huge contract. Doesn't make much sense to me. I would let him play it out. And if he's this immature... Yeah, I mean, Dak Prescott, you're not bribing Dak Prescott to watch film. Yeah, no. I mean, Dak Prescott is prepared. I mean, you can tell he is prepared for the Cowboys. Fuck the Cowboys. (laughs) There we go. There's a shot. (laughs) Fuck the Cowboys. The one guy I like on the team is Dak Prescott, and he's prepared. That's why I fucking hate the guy. Well, I love the guy, but I hate the guy. Uh, But, I mean, you know, Kyler Murray is no Dak. He's no... He just doesn't strike me as a franchise guy. I'm not sure how many of the guys on the team actually respect him, especially when you show that type of immaturity. In the offseason, yeah. like you said, you know, he he wrote that that uh that ridiculous uh, rid- yeah, it was all on, caps uh you know with his picture uh, on it. it on his, his picture was uh, yeah. on it. Like you po- I mean you you write this letter and you you have your I mean <clears throat> he probably I mean I'm, I'm sure he didn't write it, but I mean, you know, you have your own picture on you know whatever letter you wrote, I mean that, that's that's I mean that that shows the kind of character that this guy has. And yeah, I mean I I you know I was a little bit higher on him two seasons ago. You know when he had that you know productive season two seasons ago. I know that they didn't you know go deep into the playoffs, but after what I saw last season, especially deep and late in the season, and then how he acted in the off season, you know this is like the most this is like the most anti Steeler player ever. Like this is the Steelers would have cut him. Let him play the contract out. Let him sit out the same way they did with Le'Veon Bell. There's no way a team like the Steelers or the Eagles would tolerate this kind of shit. They got rid of Wentz. The Colts got rid of Wentz. You know, but this is essentially, you know, a Carson Wentz situation with with obviously more talent. I think. Well, more, you know, more results in terms of the talent. Uh, yeah. I mean, I just I, I wouldn't have done it. A punishment uh, shot. Let's do this shot. Yeah. I would not assign this guy. Uh, but you see what's going on in Seattle? That's your alternative. So maybe that's why they signed him. Yeah, we're talking about Steelers and quarterbacks. Josh Dobbs. He's looked good in the preseason. Yeah, I like Dobbs. I mean, yeah. we just didn't have any room on the roster for him. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's he studies hard. He understands every offense. I'd rather defense have him over Mason Rudolph, definitely. Uh, yeah, I always liked Dobbs, and Roethlisberger mm-hmm. liked him a lot. You know, he he prepares well. He knows all the offenses and defenses. He's really smart. I uh, lacks a little bit in the physical. You know, he doesn't have quite the physical skill set that a lot of guys have, but I, I, I think Dobbs is sort of your – he could be like an Alex Smith late in his career type of guy, you know, like a uh, – not Case Keenum. I am trying. I can't remember. I got, I don't know, there's another guy I'm thinking of that's sort of a serviceable quarterback. Like Jeff, Jeff Garcia. Yeah, like someone who can bounce around, Jeff Garcia, you know, that can bounce around and get you some wins. I mean, he's not as exciting. <laughs> uh, but he can get you some wins. He can, he can, he can manage a team. I mean, where is he now? I can't remember where he is. Uh, I was, I was, but he I was, deserves an opportunity. Yeah. yeah, no, he definitely does. I mean, more so than Mason Rudolph, probably. But I guess I got to trust Mike Tomlin on yeah. that one. But I like Dobbs yeah. because he studies hard. He, he never complains. Yeah. He understands offense and defense. He's going to ultimately be a coach in the league someday. I, I just like to see him get an opportunity. You know, what we should do right now. What's that? Take a pee break, man. <laughs> Take a pee break. <laughs> hey, how come deep, on. We're how about deep are we in? Forty minutes. Thirty-four minutes. Hey, listen, this thirty-four is first... minutes in. Hey. In, Two stories, when folks. When we were in, when we were in Europe, who was who was I went stopping? To Milan, yeah, 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 well, yeah, that, yeah. We weren't actually, you know, broadcasting from the bar. We're that's not, true. We're not, I'm not, this is not a broadcast. It's a podcast. That's all true. Right? That's true. So we can stop whenever we want. <laughs> that's true. All right, we'll be right back with the rest of the NFL news. 
All right, and we are back with the remainder of the NFL news. I had to take a break, a water closet break, Ben. But And you made fun of me. Although, driving to Budapest, every single rest stop, I mean, as bad as they were, some of them were pretty bad. Most of them I didn't actually go inside. Yeah, yeah, some of them were pretty bad. I peed a lot of trenches. You did. I mean, you you sweated a lot, and you also peed a lot. Yeah, I... I, uh, You know, it's funny because you're from the the East Coast. The Hungarian rest stops, you know, could use a little improvement. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'd rather pee behind the truck. (laughs) (laughs) In nature. Yeah, I mean it's better than going to the uh, the porta potty. That's for sure. That's, I mean that, that was are, rough. That are full to the brim. Yeah, I've never seen a porta potty full before. That was <laughs> my first. I've never seen papers and feces all the way to the top. <laughs> oh. Like that, like right there, like right at the seat. Yeah. Like literally, if you were sitting down peeing there, it would be splashing on you. Uh, it's nasty. I mean that yeah, is uh, like that was rough. Uh, uh, but next up, Franny <laughs> Lamar gets the offer, and it's one huge proffer. Lamar Jackson's deadline for striking a long-term contract with the Ravens is fast approaching, and nothing suggests a deal is imminent. But that's not because Baltimore Ravens haven't extended an offer to the quarterback in an effort to lock up the former NFL MVP for the, beyond the 2022 season. The Ravens have already offered Jackson more money than the Cardinals' Kyler Murray got in his new deal, according to Fox Sports. Jackson, meanwhile, may be seeking a fully guaranteed deal a la Deshaun Watson's contract with the Browns. It's a really big uphill battle, Jay Glazer reported Ahead of this past Sunday's Cardinals-Ravens preseason game. The reason why is because Lamar Jackson is representing himself. The Deshaun Watson deal kind of throws things out of whack because I'm not sure Jackson wants a fully guaranteed contract, and I don't see the Ravens wanting to do that. CBS sports contributor Joel Corey, a former NFL agent and cap expert, previously identified Jackson as the most obvious candidate to follow in Watson's footsteps with a fully guaranteed deal. The latter got a five-year, $230 million Guaranteed, fully guaranteed contract from the Cleveland Browns. Jackson is entering the final year of his rookie deal, $23 million due in 2022. Murray, on the other hand, netted a five-year, $230.5 million extension from the Cardinals, as we just discussed. But he still has two seasons left on his rookie contract, meaning he'll average less per season than Watson over the life of the deal. Less than half of his total deal, $103 million is fully guaranteed, making him easily expendable to Arizona on the back end of the contract. Thought it was $160 million, uh, particularly from 2026 well, to 2028. The 103 plus that other signing bonus that he got. So oh, right, about, plus yeah. the bonus, yeah. Uh, so, Franny, what mm-hmm. say you? Allegedly, the Ravens have made an offer to Lamar Jackson that beats Kyler Murray's deal. Mm-hmm. We have to assume that that means that there's more guaranteed money in it because mm-hmm. that's really how you would measure a deal if you're you know, an agent or if you're a player. How much money are you actually guaranteed to make over the life of the contract. Do you think Lamar Jackson should take this offer? Or do you think he should play out this season, keep pushing, and negotiate no. again next week? Take the money. You know, take the money. I mean, the Browns fucked everybody. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Why would no, you give I mean, a guy like, a fully guaranteed contract for five years? Because they're the Browns. That's why. I mean, it's because they're the Browns. But, I mean, if if you're a player like Lamar Jackson, I mean, he, he's not a pocket passer. This guy runs the ball. And if you're that type of player, just like a running back. I mean, he, I'm not he saying he's a running he back. He throw the ball as well I'm not, as I'm not, Aaron Rodgers. No, well, I mean, he just well, he didn't say that. Yeah, I mean, he doesn't have the wide receivers. I mean, you know, the, the Ravens are always lacking in the receiving core. This year, Last same year. exact thing. <laughs> Last year, the year before that. I mean, they never really have any good wide receivers. Um, you know, so, I mean, with the type of player that he is, I would definitely take this contract because he's always at risk of getting injured. 
I mean, you know, he's he's very elusive, but you take that one hit and and you your your career could basically be done. The way he plays quarterback is not the way Aaron Rodgers plays quarterback, not the way Tom Brady plays quarterback, not the way Matthew Stafford plays quarterback, not the way Jimmy G played quarterback, even not the way Russell Wilson plays quarterback. I mean, he is so dangerous with his legs, but once his legs are taken out of him, taken out from him, he's not going to be the same guy. I mean, he's got to take the money now because you never know what can happen on the next play. I love watching this guy play football, and I think he does deserve the same type of contract that Kyler Murray received, that Dak Prescott received. Um, I mean, even Dak, Dak is more of a pocket passer himself. But, I mean, if you can take the money, take the money. 200 and whatever, 50, 60 million dollars. I mean, what, I mean, how much more do you want? I mean, how much more are you going to negotiate? What, uh, 270? I mean, like, you know, how much, like, what's, yeah, I mean, if you're and, making and 260, there's no, there's no way that Ravens, 270, like, what's the difference? You know, if you're yeah. making 100 million dollars guaranteed, so, you, so your grandchildren take, can piss it away in Vegas, yeah. like, uh, I don't know, like, take the money, take the money and literally run because that's what you can do with yeah, the football. Take the money and literally run, to literally the run. Because if you get injured, you are set for life no matter what. But I think the Ravens should definitely sign him to a long term contract. You know, I, I I love what Lamar Jackson has done, what he's been able to do, because nobody really expected it. I mean, he was taken last in the first round. I mean, he expect. I mean, he himself was expected. He expected himself to be taken earlier. Yeah. In the draft, he was taken oh, last sure. yeah, sure. by the Ravens, and you know he he's taken them to the playoffs a couple of times. He won a playoff game. Their won defense is always great. If he only had the weapons around him, if the Ravens could somehow. Draft a fucking wide receiver or only trade one this year and later, for a wide receiver. Yeah. You know, get this guy some weapons because he is literally the only weapon on that offense. And it's sad, but he's accomplished so much with having so little, and he deserves it. But if I'm him, I'm taking the money and I'm running. Yeah, I mean, it's a conservative franchise. You're dealing with you're dealing with John Harbaugh and the Ravens. Yeah, this is not a dumbass franchise. There's no Jimmy Haslam in the front office to give you 230 million dollars guaranteed. That's not how the Ravens roll. They are not going to give you, uh, you know, two hundred million dollars in guaranteed money. They're just not going to do it. You know, I, I mean, I know these guys like have this interpersonal competition among their, you know, among each other, you know, to see who's making more, who's who's, you know, whose contract is bigger, who's getting more guaranteed money. You know, if, if I'm if I can get one hundred seventy million dollars guaranteed, ten million dollars more than yeah. Murray over the life of the contract, <laughs> I think you're good. Yeah, I don't know what he wants. But, I, I mean, this isn't, like, Franny couldn't have said it better. I mean, I, I want to try to disagree with him. But, you know, he, he's not Aaron Rodgers. He's not Tom Brady. He's not Russell Wilson. He's, he puts himself at risk every single game on multiple occasions per game, not because the offensive line breaks down, but because of things that he does on his own yeah. and things that the Ravens ask him to do, the play calls that they make that put him in those in those dangerous situations. Yeah. And if he gets a, a career-ending injury in game one game, two yeah. game, seven game, eight. Because he physical. still doesn't have a contract. He's stuck with what he's making the twenty three million dollars that he's guaranteed to get this year and what he's made in the past, and that's it. Why not lock up that one seventy? Take what you can get from from the Ravens if you're not satisfied with it. Sit out the year and negotiate a contract next year. Yeah. But, but I, mean, I would just take the deal. His physical abilities. I mean, his how much physical, money do you need? No, I know, but his physical abilities are amazing, and I don't think any other quarterback in the league would find the same sort of success on a team without wide receivers other than maybe Josh Allen, who also is yeah, pretty amazing on the ground stronger. himself. He's stronger, he's bigger. But Lamar Jackson has accomplished so much with nothing around him. 
And, uh, you know, the Ravens He's should realize John that. Harbaugh. I mean, the, the Ravens should realize that, but then he himself should also realize it as well. I mean, like, you're running for your life at times. You just never know what can happen. There's that one hit, your ACL is done, your Achilles, whatever. I mean, you know, I don't want those things to happen to him, but with the way his style of football, the way he plays the game, puts him at risk of an injury every single game. And if you can make, uh, you know, a guaranteed $110, $120 million, take it over the life of the contract. If you survive the contract, then you make $260 million. But, you know, maybe they're, they're I mean, obviously, you know, with uh, Mahomes making like a half a billion dollars, you but know, over he's, 10 years. No, no, but he's, he's not on that level of Mahomes. But I mean, you know, just, 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 just take whatever you can get and move on. Yeah, I mean, there's Jackson, and there's, like, Mahomes, Stafford, Wilson, yeah, I mean, all these and then guys, there's, like, Rogers, Brady up here at yeah. the top. No, but all these guys think, like, he's not, you know, he's he not made in this that Rogers-Brady category. Like, he made this much. Why can't I make Sean this Watson's much? Deshaun Watson's not in that category yet, either. No, Deshaun Watson, I mean, no. I mean, Deshaun Watson, well, I, I don't know what to expect from Deshaun Watson, you know, yeah. post-non-being uh, convicted. Yeah, I would just take it. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> I would just, I, I mean, it's the Ravens. The Ravens aren't going to cough up $230 million guaranteed. $250. So if you've got a bigger offer than Murray... The Murray, Murray offer from the Cardinals being a really stupid offer that they made to, to Murray. I mean, but Murray obviously took it because it was a really generous offer. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I would just take it. But also at the same uh, time. Or, or just play the season out yeah. and then and then take your talents to South Beach. I, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. But, you know, you, you'll get a contract if yeah. you play this season out. Yeah. If the Ravens, then you're really, that's your, your only other option. There will always be a stupid team out there that's willing to give you what Deshaun Watson got. So if you could survive this this season physically. There you go. Uh, mm. But I, I just don't know why. You know, Bill Gates has only given his two kids $10 million each. Or is it Warren Buffett? One of those I guys. I mean, I, I would right. take, so, I mean, uh, I'd take $10 million from my parents, too. But that's what I mean. Like, <laughs> like $170 million by the time you're 60 years old, you should be able to parlay that into almost a billion dollars. No, yeah, I mean, like, like uh, well, your kids are just going to piss this away. Your yeah. grandkids are going to piss it away. Like, is, is the United States just teeming with children and grandchildren that just responsibly use their the, the, their the money that they get from their rich parents? Of course not. So I don't know. $170 million guarantees is plenty of money to live your life, your children's lives, and their children's lives. And, and, and I would just lock it up. If it's pride that's got you in this situation, then I would just swallow that pride. Yeah, but I mean, he doesn't strike me as that type of a player. He's very insecure. No, but he's never been an immature guy. I think every single guy in the locker room respects Lamar Jackson. Um, you know, I can't say the same thing about Kyler Murray. Uh, even when Baker Mayfield was in Cleveland, I can't really say the, thing, the same thing about Baker Mayfield. I'm not sure how many guys respect Baker Mayfield because he also has that childish sort of mentality. Whereas Lamar Jackson, you know, he's, he's played all these seasons and he plays gritty he plays tough every single game and he's yep. never really complained he's complained just a little bit this season because i mean they would not have accomplished what they have in these last few seasons without him without a type of quarterback like he is you know you can't have a pocket passer with no, no weapons then hollywood brown is gone yeah yeah and i mean they are what they are right now because of lamar jackson yeah. i mean obviously their defense is stacked but the offense also has to move the ball, and he's the guy that's moving the ball. Yep. I, I just I just think that he, he's not going to get blood from a stone, and the Ravens are not going to cough up that kind of money. It's just not in their franchise DNA. It's, I mean, it's just not going to happen. Do you have anything negative to say about the 
Uh, fuck the Ravens. Yeah, there we go. There we go. There's another punishment there we shot. Go. We like this ginger I, Ellington yeah, I like this reserve ginger. stuff. But I mean, I, I like Lamar Jackson. And I mean, if the Ravens were not in my division, I mean, I, I, I really do appreciate the way they run that franchise. I do. No, I mean, it's, it's, you know, they've been, I mean, obviously they're the Baltimore Colts way back in the day, but as the Ravens, what a lot better than they were when they were Cleveland Browns. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it, it, I mean, it's, it's, they've, they've accomplished a lot. In a short period yeah. of time, being the Baltimore Ravens, yeah, they're, I mean, they're, they're, they're the they're the Steelers' a little brother. Smartly run franchise. Yeah, they're like yeah. the Steelers' light. <laughs> yeah, take <laughs> that shot. shot. Take that shot. I'll take a little bit as well. Mm, ginger. Actually, that's not a bad. I, I really like this Ellington Reserve. <laughs> I know we might have to make a shot out of it next week for the shot of the week. Wow, uh, it has that nice yeah, ginger burn. It's good. It's, it's really good. Ah. Uh, I don't know how I'm going to feel tomorrow morning. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. You know. But next up, Friday, Jimmy G to stay. And the Niners will pay. They're only about three weeks, well, two weeks now, before the San Francisco 49ers kick off the 2022 season, and they still have a reserve quarterback with 47 career starts and a $25 million salary on their roster. Jimmy G, despite the 49ers' intentions to trade him and clear the way for Trey Lance, remains the te- he remains with the team, and San Francisco CEO... Jed York said he is okay with keeping Jimmy G on the squad if it comes to that. Grant Gordon of NFL.com reported, could the Niners treat Jimmy Garoppolo any, any worse. worse than they <laughs> no. have treated him? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> like, this is the one guy that doesn't complain. If I was playing for this any team, guy. I know he, all he does is win games when he plays for you. This guy wins hey, 70% of his fucking games. Aaron Rodgers in the playoffs. Yeah, I, mean, I, 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 it's, I don't in, really do much. In the snow, in the freezing <laughs> You know, Green Bay weather Who's that they Aaron have. Who's Rodgers, really? Yeah, I, it was yeah. this guy? The, I mean, they win that game. I, obviously, it wasn't just him. It was it was a team effort, <clears> but still, <throat> they won the game. You know, he makes it's his stupid... Amazing. Every quarterback makes stupid mistakes. Every single one. Doesn't matter who you are. You know, it doesn't matter how many championships you have. Yeah, Tom Aaron Brady Rogers makes his mistakes, forces the ball to Devontae Adams, and it costs him the game. E- exactly. That's a stupid mistake, yeah. Exactly. I mean, so these sorts of things happen, but this is the guy that wins 70% of the games when he does play... <laughs> And for some reason, all San Francisco fans hate this guy, and they're ready to move on to Trey Lance. They won't hate him about his games into Trey Lance. Unproven, and if I mean, if they roll with Trey Lance, I mean, they are well, they're they're not winning the division. They're not going to win the division. I don't care. Shanahan's the coach. Shanahan's a great coach, but. He's an even better coach when Jimmy Garoppolo yeah. plays. And if you're afraid that a division rival is going to pick up your quarterback if you release them, yeah, who cares? Maybe you should keep that yeah. quarterback. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like if if Jimmy G's worth getting rid of and not starting for your squad, why are you concerned that the Seahawks might end up with Jimmy G on their roster? Yeah. Like if Trey Lance is this great, amazing generational talent yeah, that's going to lead your team for the he's, next eighteen he's not years, a generational. No. Like, then then why do you care if the Seahawks end up? You know, with Jimmy Garoppolo on their roster. The mm-hmm. Seahawks don't have a running game. Their defense is depleted this year. Their offensive line is is what their offensive line always is. Like, why do you care? But, yeah. I mean, Jimmy G just, he makes his money. I mean, he's underpaid at $24 million. I mean, for what he produces, for what he's been able to produce, I mean, for, yeah, produce for yeah. this team. You know, but he never complains. And if there's, if there's a quarterback anywhere in the NFL that could complain and should complain... It it's would be Jimmy Garoppolo because they have treated this guy like absolute. And it's funny. It's, it's funny because for multiple years, if, now. if you look at his salary and what he has made over the life of his career, and you look at a guy like Kirk Cousins, 
who has made way more money and accomplished way less. No, one playoff win. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, this guy went to the Super Bowl. They lost to Kansas City. I mean, Andy Reid's the coach. Mahomes is your quarterback. You got Tyreek Hill. I mean, you got a team that's stacked. They lose to them. They're up by 10 in the fourth quarter. Same, you know, same as in the NFC championship game, which he also took you to <laughs> as a number six seed. And they're they're up by 10 with Matthew Stafford, with a team that's stacked with all stars. And this is the guy you want to get rid of because you want Trey Lance, because you drafted him high, because you were desperate to taste it. Take this guy. You know, it's like I, I, San Francisco fans make absolutely no sense to me. And if you talk to any of the, any one of them, it's like, well, we drafted uh, Trey Lance this high. He has to start. No, no, he doesn't <laughs> have to start. If you have a guy that's winning 70% we traded for Russell Westbrook, we have to start him forever. 70% of the games that he plays, he wins. That's a seven, I mean, seven. 70 per fucking percent. Seven out of 10 <laughs> games. Mathers, he's winning seven. 70 seven out of 16 is I know, what like, now? <laughs> seven out of 10 games. My math is not good. I'm plus, not very good at math. Plus three. But seven, plus plus, so plus seven four. Seven wins, three losses. All right? I mean, if... if it's about if, 14 wins a season. Yeah. yeah 13. Yeah. Now. Yeah. Thanks, Ben. I'm not, I was never good at algebra. Thank you. Breath percentages, but okay. <laughs> yeah. I was way better at geometry. That's abacus shit. Yeah, it's yeah, not like <laughs> yeah. give me geometry. Don't give me algebra. <laughs> but yeah, I'll never understand it. I'll, yeah. I mean, I, 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 if the Steelers had an opportunity to get Jimmy G instead of fucking Mitchell Trubisky in this offseason and still drafted Kenny Pickett, I would be certainly would be happy to start Jimmy G tomorrow. Next, in, in most week teams one. would. And if he falters. You know, so yeah, be like, it. Oh, well, and, and, we, and we and we put Pickett in there. He's injured all the time. <laughs> Fuck. He's when he's injured, he doesn't play, and you guys lose. Yeah. When he's back and he plays, you win. <laughs> I mean, that should be proof. He beat enough. Aaron Rodgers last year. Yeah, with yeah. a full squad, with a full complement of yeah. guys. Almost beat Mahomes. Almost beat Matthew Stafford. And those teams, you know, they're not. They're no pushovers. You know, they won the fucking Super Bowl. Those teams that they lost to. Yeah, I mean, I, I just. I'll never understand San Francisco with this trade. I mean, I get, I, I get it. You want to start the guy, but you could have started him last year. Yeah. And we, we saw <laughs> him. Could have started we him saw him start. Year. We saw him start and he played poorly. Yeah. You know, I mean, his release, you know, Trey Lance's release is very Tim Tebow like. Yeah. You know, if, if you want to start Tim Tebow, go ahead and pull him off the, where, where was he on ESPN? Where is, where is he now? I don't even think he's on ESPN anymore. But I mean, like, anymore. his release is so slow. Yeah. I mean, it, he, he, doesn't, he doesn't have legs either. I mean, you know, he he doesn't run the ball very well. I mean, I don't I don't even know if he reads the the, the field very well either. Nobody knows. But I, he's he's like a complete unknown. But Niners fans are willing to roll with this guy just because <laughs> because you didn't they win were the Super Bowl desperate enough yeah. to draft him at the position that they did. Yeah, because you lost to Matthew Stafford in a team of all stars in yeah. the playoffs. Yeah, so you must suck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like so you must be. You, know, you lost. Awful. The, you lost to the best version of Kansas City. You lost to the best version of the Rams. Uh, you know, and 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 they're, I mean, like the Niners, their talent level is they're mediocre, but they perform way above whatever they have on their roster. Yeah. I mean, that's why Detroit was looking to move Isaiah Thomas every year because they kept losing to this Bulls team. Yeah. So Isaiah Thomas must have been awful. Who's this Michael Jordan guy? <laughs> I mean, come on now. We need to trade Isaiah Thomas and bring in somebody, yeah. some unknown guy that we drafted. Yeah, I, I, I'll never understand it. And I mean, Aaron Donald, I mean, Cooper it's, Cup. it's great if you're a Rams fan yeah. or if you're a Seahawks fan or if you're yeah. a, I mean, a Cardinals fan, I guess. Yeah, let's move on from this guy that wins. 
70 percent of the time yeah wins, wins whatever games, whatever number that is a couple super bowls <laughs> couple play couple championship games yeah we don't need i don't that. get it all right franny here is i had to put something on the on the agenda about aaron Rodgers. aaron's blame game is on track and he's setting no, the we, stage we have, for sacks we should have we should have, i mean it'd be awesome to have garoppolo on the podcast and have a what the fuck? Yeah, like, <laughs> like what the fuck? Like ten minutes, just with <laughs> like, Garoppolo. Like, what the fuck do they want? Like, what else do they want from this guy? I know. Like a like uh, like just a segment where it's like a what the fuck segment. <laughs> like seriously, he's gonna have the time. Yeah, he'll have the time. time to be on the show. He's yeah, gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna yeah. be. A, <laughs> he's gonna watch Trey Lance lose he's every single be fucking game with the first team. Oh it. my god! But Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers was complimentary of the team's receiving cores early in training camp. And had particularly strong things to say about rookie Romeo Dubes' work in the opening sessions. Rodgers was less ebullient about the the wideouts when he spoke to reporters this past Tuesday. Rodgers noted the work of the team's younger wideouts in last week's preseason, or two weeks ago, uh, which he sat out, uh, and practice against the Saints was lacking the crispness that he wants to see from the group. The young guys, especially young receivers, we got to be way more consistent, Rodgers said, via Rob Damoski. Of ESPN.com, a lot of drops, a lot of bad route decisions, running the wrong route. We've got to get better in that area. How is Aaron Rodgers going to do without his beloved? No, Jordy Nelson, <laughs> no Devontae Adams. He always is picks- Cobb still there. What's that? No, uh, Cobb's, Cobb, gone. Cobb, Cobb's gone. Okay. Well, he, he's probably still Cobb? there. He's probably still, still there. there. But he, you know, he always has a favorite. He's got yeah. no favorites. Obviously, I'm not too worried about Aaron Rodgers. You know, ben. there's some guys not that came over from. Worried about Aaron Rodgers. I know. Uh, what's his name? Uh, and somebody came over and said he was, uh, uh, yeah, somebody came over from, oh, it was uh, Sammy Watkins. Oh, yeah, yeah. Came over and said that Mahomes is essentially some old chewed-up gum on the bottom of the shoe compared <laughs> oh. to Aaron Rodgers. I mean, and I, it was quite a complimentary statement that Watkins made about Rodgers compared to Mahomes. So as the years go by, I'm, I'm starting to believe that Aaron Rodgers might be good. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is a good quarterback. I'm not too worried about Aaron Rodgers. Ben, you know how I feel about Aaron Rodgers. Uh, well, why call out your receivers? They're all young guys. Except yeah, for Sammy. I, yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not worried about him at all. You know, was, uh, he's, he's going to turn one of those guys into a star who will get traded eventually and be a nobody later in his career. I mean, that, that's just the way it is. I mean, all, all of the receivers, like Jordy Nelson, once he left, he was a nothing and a nobody. After that, well, he is also like thirty-eight years you know, old. Devontae, <laughs> Devontae, but, but even Devontae Adams. I mean, how will Devontae Adams perform with the Raiders now? Carr's a good quarterback. You no, know, Carr's a good, good quarterback, but he's not Aaron Rodgers. Well, who is Aaron Rodgers? Tom Brady. Uh, are you sure? Are, wait, are you talking about Aaron? Are you? Are you? Are you? I don't on like the Aaron Rodgers level I, as I am I, with no, Aaron no, no, Rodgers no, no, right no. now. I think Aaron Rodgers is a terrible human being. Yeah, but as a quarterback. <laughs> Uh, again, like I said, The Matrix was a good movie. It just wasn't profound. It was pretty like funny. I expected. For everybody listening right now, Ben watched The Matrix for the first time. It was released 23 years ago, and this is the first time he's watched it. And he was talking, I and mean, you were talking shit to me about not watching uh, Dazed and Confused. Dazed and Confused. Yeah, but Dazed and Confused isn't some profound movie that it's people still talk about. Not, it's definitely not. No, it's definitely not. Yeah, After watching I mean, it, I'm like, I, this, this had no storyline at all. I, I could have written that. That storyline was my childhood. I, I guess I was could hanging def- out in the could, woods, drinking beers. I could definitely see hanging that, out yeah. with dudes. Yeah, I could see that happening. And you know, other women as well. <laughs> uh, but, but my issue with Aaron Rodgers is that I, I don't like him as a person. 
Giving yourself props. But I think and he's women. But I think and women. <laughs> oh, I was, and you have some women. I was quite a ladies' man back in the day. My Honda Accord. Back in the my hood. Honda Accord really back in the, the woods. In. Back in the woods. You in the know, woods. I could carry a quarter keg right up my shoulder up a hill. <laughs> and now I can't. By, even, now I can't even walk up a hill by the creek <laughs> by myself. I know you can't. No, I, I've, I, I've noticed that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't like him as a person. Witness. But he's obviously. Probably, you know, you know, right up there with the top quarterbacks in the league, if not the top quarterback in the league. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Thanks, Ben. There's something I've been saying for the last ever since we've been on the podcast. I yes. just don't like him as a as a person. I mean, you don't have to like somebody as a person, but as a player. Yeah, I mean, he's, I, mean he's, I don't he's, like he's, Russell Wilson as a person. I mean, anymore. Aaron Rodgers is one of the best quarterbacks that I've ever seen play the game. Yeah, and according to Sammy Watkins, he's much better than Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes might be a might be a Shaquille O'Neal situation. Ah. Uh, where I'm, as I'm, soon as his physical abilities start to drop a little bit because he's not I mean, he's intellectually good, he's, smart he's, about the game I mean, and he doesn't practice, yeah, I mean, his good, talent just falls off a cliff. Yeah, but he's got that a might cannon. happen. To, that he's, might happen to Mahomes. Maybe, maybe, but he's he's got a cannon of an arm. Yeah, yeah, but I mean the way that Watkins described Rodgers, you know, sort of like a, you know, just just amazing in terms of his physical ability, but also his intellectual ability and controlling the field and controlling the guys and setting people up and preparing for the play. So. What I've been mentioning the last I never said he wasn't a good four years on this podcast. I just said he's I mean, very be, full four of years that we've been on this podcast uh, in November of this year, uh, and 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 I've I've praised Aaron Rodgers. I've always praised Aaron Rodgers. No, ability no, on the you field. have not. No, well, no. I do think I do think he gets. So now when Sammy uh, he, Watkins says it, but he so can, now, he now Sammy get, Watkins says well, it. Well, I mean the issue, you know, the, the the first and ten, second and ten, third and ten, fourth and ten. A couple of years ago, I think I think he does find favorite receivers and try to force the ball in situations where he has open receivers. Yeah. That may be his only flaw. Mm-hmm. But as a human being, he has many, many flaws. <laughs> He's like, uh, we all do. I have a girlfriend. We all know, do. Ben. I don't have to see her. And then I guess if I don't see her, she's not going to want to hey, be hey, with hey. me anymore. <laughs> uh, well, I guess. Sweetie, I'll see you in December. <laughs> it's like June. Well, I mean, he has a job to do. I got to read a book and shop for hats. <clears throat> I mean, I mean do you a, see this beanie I got? Got I got to shop for these beanies. He's got a job to do. You know, I mean, the guy—he's—he's he's one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Come on. Agreed, agreed. Yeah, yeah. Best but I mean, I, you know, I'm—I'm not, I'm not really worried about Green Bay. I'm not really worried about Aaron Rodgers uh, in that division. I mean, I mean, who else? The—the—the uh, the, the Bears are going to be one of the worst teams in the league. The Detroit Lions might be just above them, and then you got the Vikings, Minnesota. who may no be at 500. No. Maybe at 500. No, I may change my mind about Aaron Rodgers. I will never change my mind about the Vikings. So, I mean, the the, the the Packers will be in the playoffs, you know, no matter what. Oh, I mean, it's matter. That division? The receivers you got around Justin Aaron Fields Rodgers is a worse offensive situation yeah. than Lamar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm not worried about the Green Bay Packers. I mean, they will make the playoffs this year. All right. And with Aaron Rodgers, you just never know what's going to happen. That's true. But next up, running. There's a lot of NFL news. <laughs> Baker to start. <laughs> Panthers have an impressive depth chart. The Panthers head coach, Matt Rule, announced this past Monday that the plan was for Baker Mayfield to start at quarterback in their regular season opener, Darren Gant of the team's official website reported. When we started this process, we were looking at three things, Rule said. Number one, mastery of the offense. Number two, situational football excellence. And number three, moving the ball and getting guys involved. That's been our focus all along. Baker has made a lot of improvement, a lot of growth in all three areas in a short amount of time. The Panthers have Sam Darnold, not anymore. PJ Walker, <laughs> not about Sam Darnold anymore because he got carted off the field yesterday. <laughs> that's true. That's yeah, true. yeah. So I'm not sure about that. But at the time I wrote this, they did yeah, have a good know, depth yeah, chart. Yeah. But Sam Darnold, PJ Walker, uh, and Matt Corral, who's suffered a season-ending injury, unfortunately. Jeez, man, but that's Dropping a pretty like impressive depth chart. I like Walker. Not really, no. 
I like Matt Corral. Not a hey, lot. I'm sure you like them. You like all of them. You like, <laughs> but you don't like Aaron Rodgers. Okay. All right. But what say you about Baker Mayfield maturing, getting the start for Carolina with a with a decent head coach, yeah. with a new atmosphere, a new team. Well, decent head. It's the fan in Cleveland. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, Who? but he's he's going to a better. I mean, he they didn't trade him off to Miami. Or just yeah. some garbage franchise. Well, Miami, maybe it's not. I mean, eh, it's Miami. Miami. Come on now. Like third in the it's only been 30 years since they did anything. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, if you didn't trade yeah. him to Detroit, I mean, they traded him to, to to a team with a, you know, that has some hopes in the future. And they have a great running back, obviously, if he can stay healthy. I mean, they were But what do, you think, what do you think Baker's yeah. going to do this year? Um, I'm 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 just like uh I'm thinking I'm, th- I'm thinking about the uh the other teams in division what will they do they will be probably third in the division. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean do you think Baker Mayfield's going to be a little humility? I mean, I've I've watched I mean well I haven't really watched but I've watched some of the highlights of um you know what he's been able to do in the preseason and he's looked pretty good I and mean, he's going to start for them. You know game 1 I mean Sam Darnold was carted off the field I'm not sure what his what his situation is right now. Um, but you know, he, 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 I mean, if, if McCaffrey can stay healthy and he's able to stay healthy himself, um, I mean, they have a fighting chance, but you know, I, 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 I think he's, this actually is going to make Baker Mayfield mature just a little bit from where he was, where he played in Ohio state. Right. Yep. Yeah. And oh, he, Baker Mayfield, Oklahoma, Oklahoma. Yeah. Oklahoma. And he was a little immature there at Cleveland. You know, he was the guy in Cleveland for a while, but now he's been sort of kicked to the curb. And so this sort of wakes you Kinda up. Kind of kicked to the curb. Kinda, well, he was, he was fucking tossed he to was the curb. Literally... He was, he was, uh, he was, uh, what is that in Amer- uh, American history X where he like yeah. cu- curb stomp? Yeah, uh, he exactly. was, he was curb stomped, uh, in, in Cleveland. Um, so I, you know, I, th- I think this is gonna allow him to grow as a quarterback. I just don't know if there's enough talent there in, um, in Carolina right now, you know, to put them in a position where they could make the playoffs. But I, I, I think he's going to be, be a better quarterback and, um, and it just be, he's become more of, of a mature leader now than what he was in Cleveland. Yeah. I mean, he's got Robbie, whatever his name is, Robbie Anderson, Robbie who played with the jets. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. It's got McCaffrey. If you can stay if, healthy, if, decent yeah, if, offensive if McCaffrey line. can do the, you know, 1000 on the ground and 1000 through the air, then they have a pretty good chance, but I'm not sure of, of McCaffrey's durability. You know, after all of his, yeah. I mean, they, they 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 basically milked the guy his first few seasons, and so I'm not sure if he's gonna be able to survive this season. But if he is able to, and if Baker Mayfield is, you know, able to play, you know, to even a mediocre level, they have a decent fighting chance. Agreed. <clears throat> Agreed. Sorry, excuse me, folks. Yeah, you can. I got a little bit of dry. Yeah, you're, you're not you're not used to the dry weather here. I'm not now used to the dry California weather after all the humidity that you've had. In, but in Europe, in, in Europe. Yeah. but Franny, a uh, Franny, <laughs> Franny, <laughs> Franny, <laughs> Franny. Finally, an Eagles yes. story. What can I? What can I help you with? Yes, JJ out, and the Eagles well, fans say, won't I mean, pout. Yeah, he, I mean, he was a he was a quarterback. I think he's division. gonna do really good. Yeah, why? I, I just think I mean, change of scenery, a little humility. I don't, want, has, I don't want to. Do, I, I'm used to you interrupting. He has the physical me. I'm, I'm skills. To, like I have to ask you questions now because I'm used to interrupting me. And be, I, did, in the I said of I would work on it. Yeah, I, don't work on it. <laughs> don't work on it. Don't work on it. Friday's a great boss. This is not. This is not. This is not work, Ben. <laughs> Friday's a this great is not work. Boss. This is fun. This is fun. Uh, what do you think of my work performance? D- don't work on it. No, no, no it. you have some shortcomings. Yeah, who cares? Just fuck you know what? The fuck building it. fall. Maybe it won't fall. We don't know. 
Maybe people will die. You know, it is what it is. That's why we have insurance. Don't worry about this mixing. There's cement. It's good. Enough water, not enough water. Doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah, no, because he is a player from. Uh, you know, he beat the Steelers the in, in the last week of the season and beat us in the playoffs. Yeah. Um, I think he has the skill set. He needs to mature a little bit, but I, I think it would Matt Rule in that situation in, in Carolina. I, I, I really am rooting for Baker Mayfield. I don't know why. Uh, because obviously we played against him for many years, but I never really rooted. Do you think there's a I never chance. rooted against him. I never rooted against him. Do you think him. there's a chance they could make the playoffs? Uh, Yeah, in that division. With the Saints. Jameis Winston is Jameis Winston. But he's, he's struggling Saints, in the preseason. But their defense is yeah, solid. Yeah, but no more Sean Payton. You got, Dennis, you got a defensive head coach with an offense that needs help. Atlanta's going to suck. You know, Atlanta's, you know, Marcus Mariota, Desmond Ritter, I think, is down there as the backup. He'll probably end up starting at some point this season. I think they have an opportunity to make the playoffs. I, I like Baker Mayfield as a person. I like him as a competitor. He's tough. I think he has the skills. He just has to just be a little bit more disciplined in a pocket. He's got to make decisions more quickly and get rid of the ball. It, you know, in ways that that where you're thinking more than one play ahead, you're thinking multiple plays ahead, trying to plan out an, an entire game rather than trying to win every game and every play in a moment. But mm-hmm. I think he has an opportunity to really get a fresh start, get away from the progressive commercials, get away from this massive, you know, um, <clears throat> sort of public national spotlight spotlight that he, that he sort of put on himself. And, and I'm rooting for him. I, I mean, I, I am rooting for him because I, I think he got treated poorly in Cleveland. Um, that's why I'm rooting say. against Deshaun Watson. And I'm hoping that, that things go well for Baker, especially in the, is, is in the NFC now. I don't have to worry about him, but yeah, I mean, I'm, 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 I'm rooting for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but next up front, JJ out. And the Eagles fans won't pout. The J.J. Arcega-Whiteside era is over in Philadelphia. That that, that is not even news, really. He was traded to the Seattle Seahawks in exchange for a nickel corner. Hugo Amati. D.K. Metcalf was fucking available. And we took J.J. Arcega-Whiteside. Yeah, but what do you... I mean, at least the Eagles are making... At least Howie Roseman is cutting bait with players. Yeah. Uh, I know you still have Jalen Ragor on the roster. Mm, I'm not sure how much longer he's going to be with the (laughs) Eagles. I'm not... (laughs) He's still lucky to be on the team, but at least I mean, but you you obviously needed help in the secondary. Ugo Amadi is not, and even, I, they they traded him. They traded him to the Titans or whoever it was. I think it was to the Titans. They traded him already. Yeah, they get they they got a six round pick from. They traded Amadi already. They traded JJ Arasaka Whiteside for Amadi, and they got rid of Amadi. Yeah. Oh, they wish they should have kept Amadi. No, fuck that shit. You have no. <laughs> you're you're always complaining about the secondary. You're like, oh, yeah, we got a serviceable nickel. But I want nickel. that guy. Yeah, but he's a serviceable nickel. Okay. All right. <clears throat> Next up, Brian. <laughs> I'm just saying they got rid of the guy. I, I mean, I'm just ha- at least they're they're acknowledging their mistakes mm-hmm. and moving on, mm-hmm. which I appreciate. It's something the Eagles have I not am- always been good at. They they make mistakes and then they really they really lean in to their mistakes and keep guys around for a you know way longer than they should. Uh, but next up, Brian Adamati. JJ Arcega Whiteside stuck around for a little too long, in my opinion. <laughs> I, don't, I don't need to see a meme <clears throat> with anybody getting thrown out a window and caught out of a fire, you know, out of a fire engulfed building. <laughs> but finally, we get to the Steelers. We're almost at the end of the NFL news. There's a lot of NFL news. Yeah, we haven't been on this podcast for quite some time. <laughs> I know. It's Kenny Pickett time, and that's just fine. Uh, well, veteran Mitch Trubisky is the presumed starter and announced as the starter in the Pittsburgh Steelers 2022 first round, our first game of the, of the season. Rookie Kenny Pickett could replace him within the first half of the season, according to Mike Caboli of The Athletic. If Trubisky is really ineffective, which he probably will be, you can look at Week 4 versus the Jets as a jumping-off point. Considering the Steelers will be coming off a Thursday night game in Week 3, 
You can also look after week nine by Kaboli continued. While most of the hype at a Steelers camp is about how Trubisky has solidified his starting job. It would it wouldn't be or would be surprising if he started all season between Pickett's first round status and Trubisky's history of being Mitch Trubisky. The timeline will probably depend more on Pickett's development than anything Trubisky does. Franny, what say you? What What do you say, Ben? I mean, this is your team. I, I, I mean, do you want I, Trubisky? I start right, you know how I do feel. you want Pickett? I, know, I start I mean, Pickett right about, away. Yeah. yeah. Why? Why? Because I mean, what's the point? I mean, Trubisky is Trubisky. I mean, yeah. He grew in Buffalo. Yeah, he didn't give a, a fair shake in Chicago because he didn't have the kind of team around him that he probably deserved. Not, not even close. But you, you, I think as competitive as the division is going to be, and as good as our defense is, and as, as, as we have increased or improved the offensive line, but we, have, we you got Najee there, you got a decent set of receivers. We got a receiver that's knocking it out of the park. The rookie, I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but we have a rookie mm -hmm. that's knocking it out of the park, as they normally do for Pittsburgh. So we have the players in, in place. We've given a lot of money to some defensive players on the squad. We are in a position where we could potentially be in the hunt for a playoff spot at the end of the season and maybe even winning the division. If Baltimore suffers some injuries, if Cincinnati doesn't rebound and, and continue the, their success, if you start piling up losses at the beginning of the season because you've got Mitchell Trubisky out there, because you're afraid to throw Kenny Pickett in there, those two games, three games that you blow at the beginning of the season – at the end of the season, you might need those games. And if Pickett loses those games anyway, at least it's three games of experience that you've given to your rookie quarterback. I just don't see what the point is of throwing out an average quarterback or below average quarterback at the beginning of the season when you have a 24-year-old starter. He's been in college for a long time. He's not 21. He's not 22. He's 24 years old. What's the point? So of, he's a year older. He's a year older. And next <laughs> year he'll be 25. <laughs> really? Okay. Next year he'll be 25. This is how it works. All yeah. right. I mean, I wish he were. I, I mean, some quarterbacks are 24 and then they're also 24 the following season. <laughs> <laughs> but Kenny Pickett like is Kyler, a winner. Like Kyler Murray. Yeah, Kyler Murray. Kenny Pickett, unfortunately, will be a year older next year. Uh, but so I just don't see the point. If you're going to lose a bunch of games early on with Trubisky, we're starting off at Cincinnati in week one. I'd rather have those losses come as experience for Pickett than as potential games that you need to salvage and recover from at the end of the season. Because I genuinely think the Steelers have an opportunity to compete for a playoff spot, especially with the additional playoff um, with, what, seven teams in each division now, or in each, in each conference now. I just don't understand what the point of throwing Trubisky out there is. Hmm. If they had, you know, if they brought in a real, if Garoppolo was available and Garoppolo was was a presumed starter, fine. Let Pickett sit behind Garoppolo, learn some stuff for a few weeks. Garoppolo falters, just throw him in there. But Trubisky, Pickett, what what's the difference really? I mean, you know, especially I, I, the what happened I, I, with Roethlisberger. I, 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 Guy, you know, what's his name gets hurt and Roethlisberger goes to the fucking championship game. I I, I want to see what Trubisky can do. I mean, because Trubisky is not much older. Than Pickett. I mean, I'm sure Trubisky is probably 26 or 27. I think he's like 28, yeah. I don't know. I'm not sure what his age is, but I, you know, 26, 27, 28. He's not much older, but you know what he did in Chicago with no weapons around him with a similar team. You know, the offense is actually better than what he has around him in 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 Pittsburgh right now as opposed to what he had in Chicago back then. The defense, 28. solid, solid defense, same as Chicago had back then, and he took him to the playoffs. You know, I mean, I, I really do want to see what Trubisky can do with this team, and I would give him some because time. Because you're curious? 
Yeah, but I mean, you're curious with Pickett too. Yeah, you know? I mean, we always talk about like. Yeah, but you know, I, I'm not. I'm not a. I'm starting, not a spectator for my own team. Like I know, but we always talk about you know like the. the you know, I want to see what Kyler Murray's going to do too, but I don't want to start him for my team. Well, Arizona does. <laughs> yeah, <I laughs> but you know, with, with with the Steelers, I don't think Trubisky was given a fair chance in Chicago. Uh, you know, he was sitting behind Josh Allen for what a year. Yeah, he was there for a season. Uh, I'm sure he's, he learned a lot there. I mean, obviously, he's not going to start ahead of Josh Allen because Josh Allen is 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 has become one of the better quarterbacks in the league. Yeah. Um, but you know, I would definitely roll with Trubisky early on, at least three or four games, see what this guy can do, and then I would move on from him. If he was an older quarterback, then I would you know I would feel differently about it. But since he's still a young guy, he's still shown some promise in this league. I would still see what Trubisky can do with this team because Trubisky has a strong arm and he's got good legs. And yeah, Pickett, ba- Pickett can read the field well. He's got good accuracy. He can't run the ball very well. Yeah, that's why we got Najee. Well, I mean... And yeah. many other running backs, yeah, well, unfortunately. I mean, yeah, but the offensive line. How's the offensive line? Eh, we'll see. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so if the we'll offensive see. line is... Uh, we'll see. Then, yeah, you want a guy that can run the ball when things break down in the pocket. All right. I'm yeah, I mean, I just, I mean, I just like to start. You know, I just think it's six of one half dozen of another. One has an opportunity to get better. One is Mitchell Trubisky. I, I think he has an opportunity to be a good quarterback or a serviceable. You know, mid tier quarterback I, I, Trubisky I, I, with the right situation. Yeah, mid tier. Yeah, I just hate to waste these games in the early part of the season where Pickett could be getting experience if we're going to lose anyway. Maybe. I mean, maybe we, maybe he surprises me. Yeah, but I, I, I just think. You know, Roethlisberger started right away. Look at the results. Bradshaw started right away. Look at the results. Oh, oh, and those are the two quarterbacks that the Steelers have ever had. And that's why I'm really <laughs> excited to get our next. Because you, <laughs> normally it's a 15, 20 year wait between quarterbacks in yeah. Pittsburgh. Yeah, I mean, we, 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 well, I mean, the team was a little bit. The, the team was constructed differently with Roethlisberger. I mean, they, you know, they had it was receivers, San Antonio receivers, Holmes. Receivers, yeah. They had you know Plaxico Burris. They had Heinz Ward. Heinz Ward. They had you know Yancey yeah. Thigpen. Uh, he was good for a couple of years. Even, even with, I mean, they had the bus. I mean, you know, they, they had Antonio Brown. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, exactly. I mean, the, the team is not constructed now the same way, and the offensive line wasn't always terrible. The offensive line is a huge question right now for the Steelers. Yeah, yeah. It, it, they were an immovable object uh, object going backwards last year, but they were a very movable object go, uh, object going yeah. forwards going forward. last year. Yeah, can't, we can't create space, but <laughs> yeah. we can block. Yeah, last year was pretty rough. All right, I just, I, I want to see, I want to see my guy out there. Yeah. I want to see my guy pick it out there. <laughs> All right, next up, well, Friday, the Seahawks quarterback mess. The fans are under stress. Drew Locke's return from the COVID-19 list this past Sunday, or this Sunday, sets up a week of questions surrounding the Seattle Seahawks starting quarterbacks. Well, we kind of know about this now. Yeah. Because it's become more, a little more clear. In his, in, like, I watched a little bit of the yeah. game. So we don't really I don't need to with read Drew this Locke. whole thing. With, with, with Drew Locke, I watched a little bit of the game because, yeah, I, I, I you know, fuck the Cowboys again. I want to say fuck the Cowboys. And, oh, I, and I don't care whether it's okay. preseason, whether it's whether it's regular season. If the Cowboys are playing, I'm going to watch them. They're in my division, and I'm going to pay attention to them and the the roster moves that they make. Um, and and I, I watched a little bit of the Seahawks-Cowboys game, and Drew Locke looked terrible. I mean, this guy looks... He didn't look like a guy that's been in the league for multiple seasons. This guy looked like a complete rookie out there, and he was terrible. And it uh, looks like Geno Smith is going to be starting 
for the Seattle Seahawks, Ben. I mean, I would definitely roll with Geno Smith. He was also never given a fair chance yeah, in, with the that. Jets. Yeah. I mean, the Jets are the Jets. You know, yeah. anybody that played and then any, he flopped around, Mark Sanchez, around a little bit. Mark Sanchez had his moment with the Jets, but their defense was very good. Yeah, the best quarterback that they've had is Brett Favre it, in the last 30 it, years. Yeah, I mean, who did? They, they had him for a year and a, a year or two. They had Testaverde and they had Joe Namath. You know, I mean, it's like these, the Jets are, are the Jets, and whoever starts for them as a quarterback is never given a fair chance. Even what's his name? The new young guy, what's his name? Uh, da, da, da. Oh, Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I agree. You know, I, they, they've also they've obviously made a lot of roster moves in the season. I but they look. The they're thinking better. about going by. So Locke has obviously underperformed. Mm-hmm. Geno's got the nod. Yeah, I agree 100 percent with you yeah. about about Geno Smith. I think if you play with the Jets, you don't really count that. Mm-hmm. I, I think he's been given less opportunity than Trubisky. Yeah, I think Trubisky had a better squad in in Chicago mm-hmm. than Geno's ever had in any team that he's had to start for. But he's never been given the reins of a team. Yeah, other than that that short stint. With New York. So I actually agree with you. I think Geno should get the nod. But for Pete Carroll to talk about quarterback com- by committee and possibly playing both of these guys in in a lot of games this season, that scares the shit out of me. Yeah. Um, but I think that division, in terms of that seventh playoff spot, I think that that seventh playoff spot in the NFC, because the NFC is such a heaping pile of garbage, oh. with like literally three decent teams in the entire fucking conference, that th- there is a playoff spot up for grabs, a wild card spot, up for grabs for the Seattle Seahawks because they've got the receivers, because the defense is well coached. Let's do this shot. Cheers to the punishment. I said, fuck the Cowboys. So, you know, fuck the Cowboys. <sighs> I, I legitimately think to play the, the Seattle Seahawks. I know the over under on them is like six, something like that. Yeah. Six and a half games. I, I legitimately think they have an opportunity with Pete Carroll to make, to, to, to potentially get into the playoffs this season. And, I just would give the reins to Gino. I would tell him he's your starter. I would say this is your job to lose. We're not going to pull the trigger too quickly to get you out of these games. We're going to give you an opportunity because what do you have to lose? I mean, it, it's Drew Locke. Is, you know, there's no there's no Justin Fields over there. There's no Kenny Pickett hanging out over there. There's no Matt Corral or Desmond Ritter hanging out over there. There's no Malik Willis hanging out over there. Why not give Geno Smith the reins to say we are going to make you our starter. You are going to get the, the, the opportunity to succeed here because worst case scenario, you throw you know, or best case scenario, you throw Drew Locke in there and he loses games. Mm. Um, so what do you think the Seattle Seahawks should do? You think it should start no, Gino? Oh, yeah. I mean, roll with Gino. I, I mean, I, you know, from the beginning, bringing Drew Locke over from uh, from Denver, you know, Geno Smith, we saw what Geno Smith was able to do last season. I mean, uh, that, he didn't play badly. He didn't play. Yeah, I mean, the, the team itself wasn't constructed to win a bunch of football games. Yeah, Chris Carson just a you know, huge, even, huge even, loss. Even with Russell Wilson, they weren't able to do much. And, you know, with the starts that Geno Smith had, you know, he, he took advantage of them. I mean, he uh, it was that Steelers game. The Steelers game where he went to overtime. Yeah. Geno Smith was the starting quarterback. Of course, Sonny walks in against, just as we're talking about against, the Seattle Seahawks. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like we're, on, we're on for an hour and, a, <laughs> yeah, hour yeah, and yeah. 20 minutes, and she walks in just as we're complimenting the Seahawks. Yeah, yeah. And, and uh, well, I'm... I'm yeah. I'm, I'm I'm complimenting uh, Geno Smith's ability to at least win some football games over what Drew Locke would be able to accomplish. And, uh, Sonia, you have some very nice perfume on. <laughs> I do? Yeah, something, something smells nice, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah there, there you go. go. There yeah, you go. but yeah. so, uh, but Sonia, you know, I've already said that Geno Smith should get the opportunity to, to start, and he should be given a long leash to, yeah. to really prove... To hang himself? 
Well, no, before <laughs> he, he shouldn't feel as if his, his first series of mistakes is going to result in him getting pulled out it, it's as be the tough starter. When you're playing Russell Wilson, you're very. Well, that's one game. game. But yeah. we're, we're talking about Drew Locke versus Geno Smith and Russell Wilson. Uh, 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 he'll have dinner at the Applebee's after. Oh, and he'll wait, say it's the best wait, restaurant. Speak, look, look, speak, look, look, wait, wait, speak of the mic. This is Sonia, who has not been on the podcast for like three years now. Here, here, <laughs> here, 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 here. Put these bottle. on. Put these on. Put these my on. Sonia, so you can hear yourself. We, we, no, I don't want to hear myself. Here, here. Ah, there we go. I'm going to say this once. <laughs> I don't care if the Seahawks lose every freaking game this season. They need to win the first game. That's it. That's all I ask for. Well, you're like a Yankee fan with a Red Sox series. <laughs> uh, so, let's see. Husband and wife talk for a second. I'm going to the bathroom. Okay. Oh, oh okay, cool. Wait. Oh, oh, oh. You got to tighten that right there. Uh, either way. Anyway. Just hold it steady. I'll hold it. Um, so, but, but I mean, between Geno Smith and Drew Locke, if you're a CLC Oak fan, obviously, we watch football every Sunday or you try to, you, you venture, to you venture off <laughs> when the Seahawks actually play. I mean, who who do you want to start this season? Who do you want to be given the opportunity to to, to sink or swim without sort of – I just hate a situation where the quarterback is, I make a mistake, then the other guy's in, and he makes a mistake, then the other guy's in. I just think it fucks with the confidence of the player. But that's what's been happening this preseason. Well, right, but in the week one, Geno's been named a starter. Yep. Do you agree or disagree? I agree. Let him, let him loose, like you say. I, I just wish we had <laughs> a magic potion to give them <laughs> for game one. Um, let's win this game and then we'll see where we go. But uh, I don't know. I'm holding out for Garoppolo. <laughs> well, I mean, from from what we could tell, I mean, it looks like Garoppolo is going to end up on the roster with the 49ers. I don't think they're going to let him. I don't think they're going to release Jimmy Jimmy G and let him get picked up by I by the Seattle hopes. Seahawks, and he might not even get picked up by the Seahawks. I mean, I mean, I don't know what the waiver what the waiver wire looks like in terms of the the positioning for the teams, but I mean, he might not even end up with the Seahawks. Well, Cleveland's uh, looking for a quarterback. Yeah, I mean, Cleveland. <laughs> I mean, they've got Jacoby Brissett. I, I just you have Jacoby Brissett. No, we have Mason oh, Rudolph, Kenny Mason Pickett, Rudolph. and oh, he's and he's Mitchell a hot Trubisky. commodity right now. Yeah. So, but I'm just really interested because I've always, you know, I like Gino. I was rooting for him last year when he, when Russell Wilson was injured. I think he's never been given a great opportunity. I liked him when he came out of West Virginia. I think he's got a level of maturity that he didn't have in past seasons. And I just would like Pete Carroll to really give him an opportunity and not make him feel like the first series of mistakes that he makes, you know, Drew Locke's going to be brought into the game because I just don't think Drew Locke, as much as I liked him coming out of college, I just don't think Drew Locke is is capable of leading a team. And, and given the NFC's garbage teams that are in NFC with only like three or four really good teams in the entire conference, the Seahawks do have a legit shot at at, <laughs> at, at a wild card. We've got the Rams in our division, right? But at break. a wild card, at a, you're not going to win the division, but you do have a legit shot at a no, wild card. Doubt at it. a wild card, I, I think you do. Doubtful. Nine games get doubtful. you a wild card position. Doubtful. I think. I, I think nine wins just, will get you in in the NFC. Nope. That's how bad that conference is. Nope, nope, nope. It's like a reorg. We're starting over. I think next year we're going to draft a really good quarterback. Huh, right. Uh, and then uh, we'll go from there. Oh, looks like uh, Fran is back. Fran is back. So I'm going to hand over his headset. No, no, no. I'm I'm going in. It's it's past ten. <laughs> Bye. Bye, Felicia. Well, thank you. Uh, yeah, for, yeah, uh, Sonia says beat Russell Wilson. Geno Smith should start. 
Uh, yeah, no, of course. I mean, that's that's how it should be. I mean, it's funny because I was I was in the uh, the water closet, and uh, you know, all I could hear is you talking, Ben. You have a very high. It's like it's like <laughs> it's like a dog whistle voice. Like I can hear that from like a mile away. I can hear you talking. I know. That's uh, why I never lost you. Carry. I never lost you in Budapest <laughs> because I'm like, where is Ben talking? Here he is. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No, so yeah, you, but I think I think I think the the Seahawks made the right decision in in rolling um with uh with Gino. Never 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 given a fair chance in uh with the Jets. Nobody ever is. And yeah, I I I think he gives them the best, you know, possibility to make a run at the playoffs at least even in that division which is going to be tough. All right. I agree. Uh Friday, that's it for the <clears throat> NFL news. What's next up on the big board? Uh, next up, boom! A shout out to our new and loyal listeners out there. All right, thank you all. We are back from our hiatus, our summer hiatus, to thank all of our loyal listeners, our longtime listeners, mm-hmm. as well as folks that are joining us for the first time listening to this show. Please don't forget about us. But thank you all so much. We truly appreciate each and every one of you. This is why we do this, to provide you with high-quality football entertainment and drinking entertainment every single week, and we truly appreciate you guys. Definitely drinking. Taking the time. Definitely. Yeah, your schedule. with that water. Exactly. Get that water. <laughs> exactly. But we have been a show about football fun, friends, whiskey, and beer reviews since 2018. And since you're listening, please consider heading to our website, thirstygold.busproud.com, or search Thirst to Gold Podcast on the web and subscribe, rate, and review the show. Please tell a friend, a family member, a coworker, a stranger. Just I one tell coworkers, person. Ben. That's true. That's true. I might have to take this off. They take that <laughs> off the uh, off the uh, the uh, agenda here. Tell uh, everybody at Western Bagel. Yeah, tell everybody at Western <laughs> Bagel. But that's why we have listeners throughout Los Angeles. Uh, check us out on Pandora, Audible, and Amazon Music, as well as any podcatcher in the universe. Your Stitchers, your Spotify's, your your Apple Podcasts, all your Pocket Casts, all of that. Uh, you can also look for us on Twitter at Gold Thirst and on Instagram at Thirstan. Fronting, what's next up on a big board? You know, it was nice. It was it was actually nice having our former co-host on the podcast, even for just a little bit. I think she misses it, Ben. Yeah, I think she does. You, and, you, and if Seattle beats uh, uh, yeah. Denver in Week One, remember what she, she used to, to, she used to, to sit right here. Yeah, and, and she used to grace us with her presence. Okay, if Seattle beats. <laughs> All right. Broncos. Okay, if first Seattle game, beats the Broncos, the first game, uh huh. I will be on that Saturday podcast. Yeah. Okay. So Sonia's never going to be on the podcast ever again <laughs> because I do not see unless unless Russell Wilson tears his ACL or like completely tears up his uh, Achilles. Uh, I don't see the Seattle Seahawks. Sorry, Sonia, winning well, that he'll game. Be, uh, I mean, maybe he'll get uh, like food poisoning at the maybe, maybe the, best, gets... the best restaurant in Denver at yeah. the Olive Garden, or he'll be just at like the Applebee's you, or the Ruby Tuesdays. Just like you drinking tap water in Budapest, <laughs> Budapest Ben, and be not sick. being able to s- almost survive. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. It was pretty bad. It was yeah. pretty bad. Yeah, <clears throat> but what, many times I've told you, Ben. Yeah, but I've never had a. Dude, I've never gotten sick. Yeah, one time. It's that one yeah, time. It was yeah. that. Yeah, and I was bloated for like five or six days after that. All right, Ben. Next up on the big, you need to take a break. Uh, you know what? Let's let's take a quick. Let's break. take a quick break. Let's okay, a quick let's break. take a quick. I took a break while you were talking to your wife. But yeah, just let's take a cousin. quick, a real quick one, and we'll be right back. All right, with the shot of the week.
All right, and we are back with our drinking portion of the show. We have our shot of the week, our beverage of the week, and our beer of the week. But first up, we have our shot of the week, Ben. We spent a few nights in Budapest this summer, just a few weeks ago. Just yeah, two nights, maybe right? what? Wait, seven days ago, eight nights. I don't even know how many nights ago, but we were sitting in a nice. I don't care how many nights. Restaurant overlooking the Danube in Budapest, Ben. And you actually brought up, brought up the idea. I wasn't sure which shot I would put up, you know, put together tonight. But you're like, you, you know, haven't what? had any time to think uh, about it. I, 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 <laughs> I haven't thought about anything. I've been, I've been depressed. I have my post vacation depression right now. Oh, for sure, for sure. Yeah. Because I was there for 23 days, Ben. You were there for 13, 13. days. And so, I mean, it's a little more difficult to come back and work and get back into the normal swing of things after 23 days as opposed to 13 days. Yeah. And, uh, the yeah. But, but, the harder it gets to find a job. Good good idea, though, Ben, putting a Budapest shot together, a Hungarian shot together. Uh, you know, before we left to Europe... We had ideas of traveling to more places. I did. You didn't. Yeah, well, I mean, I did have to spend some time. And you had less... If if Sonny were there for two full weeks, I would have went to Salt. Less time. Less time also. Uh, I would have bailed on Sonia like two days after getting there. We were able to get to Budapest, and we put this Budapest shot together on the table. It is the Hungarian flag in a shot glass. It is the cherry... Vodka, the UV cherry. It's a layered shot, so it's a cherry UV vodka on top, with the pineapple cream rum in the middle and a little creme de menthe on the bottom. Ben, it is red, it is white, it is green, and it should be called the Egeshegedre shot because that is cheers in yeah, I didn't uh, even remember Hungarian. That. But uh, Egeshegedre is. Um, Man, it's also a whole bunch of consonants and barely yeah. any vowels as well, and nobody would know what the fuck yeah. it means. I like Givili better. Givili is uh, gotta is, correct Givili. <laughs> well, the, yeah, the, the C's you, and the Z's the, are a little the, tough the, for the, me. The way you pronounce certain things, uh, certain yeah, languages. A Z with a V hello, on top. Hello, yeah. you're pretty good. The you pretty good. The hello. How do you pronounce? Would you like a piece of pea? Yeah. Would you like a piece of pea? You're pretty good with the. You can stop by my shop anytime and have all the cock you want. You're pretty good, pretending like you're not American. Like you're like. So American, but like, hello, hello, <laughs> hello. <laughs> Which way to the water closet, please? <laughs> yeah, it was hilarious. I, I, it was like Ben, just act like who you are. Is there a Volvo dealership close? <laughs> you're from, you're from upstate New York, bro. I know, I know. <laughs> yeah, but what? So we know what inspired the shot. Yeah, exactly. But what's in it? What I just mentioned. <laughs> it is the time. cherry. Is the cherry vodka on top? Layered right below that is the pineapple cream rum, and then layered right below that is the creme de menthe. Ooh, I can't wait yeah, to try so this. What I, do you think it's going to taste like? It will probably... It might taste like the streets it'll be, around mean, the rustic bar. The pineapple cream rum is thick and creamy. I mean, it is it is really cool. I like love... I love... Sex club? Night club? <laughs> no, I, I really do love this ingredient in any of our shots because it has a nice... Fruity, creamy taste to it, and I'll, I'll, I actually have some sitting in my 
uh, at, at home in my kitchen, actually. I need to grab some and bring it over here because, like, it's just sitting there. I'm never going to use it. I'm not going to drink it. I'm not going to take shots of this stuff. Yeah, you never know. Uh, no, never. <laughs> and then with the creme de menthe, it's going to be nice and, and, and uh, menthol-y, Ben, just like the cigarettes. <laughs> that's true. That's true. That's true. That you paid $3,000 for <laughs> when you got to Croatia. Yeah, LA doesn't even check my luggage. You know, Cro- you know Croatian airport with five they, people in they it. They stop you. Yeah. That's right. Like, I'm back there, like, you know, trying to uh, translate whatever this guy is talking about. Like, yep, sounds good. Sounds good. Sounds, sounds, Eh, it sounds about right. Ben fucked up. Okay, sounds about right. $300. Sounds about right. Sounds like, sounds right. Sounds right to charge me more than the actual value. We got to tax this guy. He said 50% of it was more like 150%. 56%, actually. Yeah, but it wasn't 56%. I told him $180 and it ended up being $260. (laughs) I think, his ca- too, yeah. I think his calculation was a little off. Maybe just a little bit off. But I was really scared that my wife yeah. was going to be mad. So I, I would have paid him $5,000 <laughs> like, just to let me go. Make, just don't let my life, don't, don't let my wife know what happened. <laughs> yeah, I was like, like I literally, like, I don't, just how many kuna do you need? I don't care if I got to pay for this off my credit card for the next five years. I just need to not make her wait out there anymore. Oh, we waited quite a long time for you. Uh, <laughs> but uh, we've we've dubbed the shot. The Budapest shop, and and uh, would you go back to Budapest? Yeah, I would. Yeah, 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 yeah. I would. I'd like more time. You know, I like to do it when I'm like retired or something, where I don't have to like, you know, I would, worried we, we that I you know, one more day. You know, like because because Friday was a wash. I did nothing on Friday because it was family day. Yeah, but so I really only time. had two more days at I the mean, beach. But it also. Uh, you know, getting over there. I mean, I've I've never yeah, that was like, a whole day. When I, when I drove, that was a whole day. When I drove up to Salzburg, absolutely no problems, no accident, accidents, no traffic. Yeah, the E one was like the one on one. When me and you went up to Budapest, that it was, was like brutal. right when we got on the freeway in Croatia. Accident. It took like forty five minutes to get through whatever the fuck was going on, and then. A little bit further up the road, another accident. Once we got into Hungary, another accident. And it was like nonstop, like just traffic the entire way. It took us about eight or nine hours from where we were to get to Budapest. Whereas, you know, getting to Salzburg, which is about the same distance, took me about six hours. And so it takes about two hours out of the way. You know, then once you get there, we had to, I had to wait for the the, 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 the woman, Airbnb yeah. host and to we come didn't know and where she to was, park, and I had she to like, was drunk. Oh, I was, did I did a pretty good um, American impression to get the parking information. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Uh, but I mean, like the Airbnb host, uh, the actual guy that owns the place is a really nice guy. He was really easy to communicate with. But the woman that he works with, I guess she waited a long time for us to get there because we kept on delaying. Yeah. The, the time that we would arrive, and once I got there, this. I mean, she was like stumbling around. She was drunk. She, I mean, she's a nice person, but I would definitely not that want that person to greet anybody yeah. that's staying. If I if I was hosting an Airbnb, I would not want that person uh, to uh, greet your to, guests to, to, to greet the guests and then uh, you know show you all the sort of quote unquote amenities of the place. Although I had air conditioning, Ben, and you almost froze me to death on that first night, <laughs> and I, I got thought, none of it. Uh, you got none of it. I got, you got, I got the light. You got I got light. the light every ten yeah, minutes. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, we get. It was home. very. It was very green. That building was very green. It was very green. Yeah. Uh, it was very um, uh, energy efficient. So as soon as anybody walks in the building, the entire five story building lights up. Every yeah. light in the entire place. Yeah. 
so that you can. I don't even know why. I'm like sleeping like a baby. Although I woke up that first night because you you, you set the air I'm conditioning. Like, I'm like Kramer with at, the fucking Kenny Rogers roasters like it, out my fucking it, window. You set it like 19 degrees Celsius, which is like 67 degrees. And like I woke up and my back is like cold. Like, like I how ice cold, cold does it have to I'm be like, to get it all the way over into my bedroom? Uh, I, I, <laughs> you can open the windows, man. It gets cold and Open in, the window. Night. Yes. When all the, pe- when the people walking by. I, I think I think you're like that's an overreaction. That light was crazy. Yeah, it no. was like I'm not used to like like this bright light. Like every like, I felt turn, like I was in a Clockwork Orange. Turn the other way. <laughs> turn, turn the other. See on your other side. The whole room is lit up. <laughs> All right. Well, we got the Budapest shop band. We got the cherry vodka, the pineapple cream rum, and the creme de menthe. Cheers to you. Let's do it. We are back. Unfortunately, uh, but, uh, but one thing I will say, I want to say this lives. before we drink the shot, because I uh, forget. The food uh, in Hungary, man. in Budapest. Well, I don't know about Hungary, but the food in Budapest uh, uh, was better than Vienna, great. better than Prague, better than eh, Lisbon, maybe. But it was it was definitely far better than I expected. Yeah. The steak that we had was oh, amazing. Man. The Hungarian stuffed pepper that you had, the, the stuffed uh, yeah, cabbage the stuffed was amazing cabbage with the sausage. With the, the sauerkraut. Yeah, I had and homemade dumplings and chicken. I mean, it was really good. Yeah, I mean... It, 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 I mean, especially that I first night. I was shocked. Because I mean, I mean, European food, not I mean, the steak was great. I mean, the steak was great. But I mean, that first night, uh, you know, when we had at the restaurant, Ben, thank you for, uh, you know, for you, you paid for for the 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 two fancy dinners that we had, and then we also had those great. It was only forty thousand. We had those. We forens. had those forty thousand forints, <laughs> which well, like, isn't that much money. It's like fifty bucks. Is. Um, but I mean, just even all the cocktails that we had, I mean, th- th- at that, at the Blue Fox. At the hotel that you made fun of me. At the Blue Fox uh, lounge or whatever it was. I mean, we tried all eight signature cocktails, which were about 10 bucks in Budapest, which would have cost us probably $30 yeah, each year. Because they were all in LA. freaking amazing. They were probably the best. And we tried them all, right? We drank all of them, including the Bloody Mary one, one yeah. All of them. I mean, they those were probably some of the best cocktails that you can ever have. I mean, yeah, whoever no, put tried those together, all ten. Yeah, eight. Uh, was there it was eight, eight of them. There was eight, eight of them, of them and, yeah, eight, yeah. and the one I got twice. The one with that was the. Well, the I had a couple the, of them twice too. Yeah. I mean, yeah, but I mean, I mean, those were freaking delicious. Let's do it. Uh, cheers, Ben. All right, here we go to uh, to the next to the next trip. adventure. Yeah, exactly. Wow. That is really fucking good. Wow, that's good. It's creamy. Tastes like uh not as uh not tastes as, like an ice cream cone a little bit, like an ice cream. Not as minty as I thought it would be. Creamy. But then a little bit of cherry on the finish as well. That's a really good fucking shot right cherry, there. Cherry, creamy, a little bit minty, a little bit. Just a little bit. Um, but very summery, very vacationy, very refreshing if it were a little colder. Yeah. But that's not I mean, your fault. <laughs> Um, that's kind of warm outside, but that was far. I was actually dreading it a little bit, just yeah, given the ingredients. I thought, I, thought, I thought that was going to taste like shit, but it actually tastes really good. But now that I get that refreshing mint mm-hmm. at the end, mm-hmm. that's sort of lingering now, like there's a little minty effervescence that's that's sort of lingering in my mouth right now. Effervescence. Oh, that was good. That was. I haven't, uh, I, haven't, I, was, I, haven't, I haven't used the word effervescence probably ever in my life, but it's a nice word. I'm, I'm going to use effervescence from now on. <laughs> it's inexplicable like, that you have it. It's, 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 it's inexplicable, yes, but it's, effervescence, it's, that's that's a nice one. I, that's something I never would have thought of using, but that's that's a great word, Ben. 
I mean, before you get on this podcast, I'm sure you check your word of the day calendar, and I'm sure effervescence was probably on the calendar. No, it just popped into my head. Effervescence. It, it just it's a nice it has word. That, it rolls right off the right tongue. But it, it, it does. It gives you that, like, mm. you know, when I bite into a, 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 a York's peppermint <laughs> patty. <laughs> I feel like I'm on top of Mount Everest. <laughs> no, I mean, it was, it was, it was. Very good. I, it was, I, given it was the ingredients, well, I was a little reluctant to, to, to... Yeah, me too. I mean, I, the only reason I put that together uh, with those ingredients was because they layer on top of each other and there were no issues with the creme de menthe or the pineapple cream liqueur or the cherry vodka. And, you know, it, it, it creates the Hungarian flag. And I thought it was going to taste like shit myself, but it actually tasted pretty yeah, damn the, good. The, the cherry vodka actually had more flavor than I expected, and it didn't mm-hmm. the last time. Mm-hmm. So I... I almost feel like something that it, it combined with the net shot brought out that cherry flavor. And yeah. the mint was understated on the in my mouth. Mm-hmm. But I can taste it now. Like, at the end, it's giving me that sort of... Effervescence. Effervescence. Uh-huh. Mint, all the effervescence at the end there. That uh-huh. minty, under your pillow at a nice hotel sort of chocolatey mintiness, which I like. Mm-hmm. Where would you rate that, Fronik? I'll rate that a... I'll give it an eight. Only because I wish it had a little bit more of the mintiness to it. You know, I, I, it was creamy. It was cherry-ish in flavor. But I think the mint was lacking just a little bit. I wish it had a little bit more of the mint flavor to get, you know, especially on a hot night like tonight. I wish it had a bit more of that refreshing note to it. So, I mean, the effervescence was there, but it wasn't as effervescent as I, as, as I would like. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. I, I liked it. I'm going to give it a nine. All right. Because I, I just really. Nine, eight. Because you know, the, the mint came later. Mm-hmm. You know, the mint sort of knocked on the door and was like, hey, can I come back in? This is my friend. I'm not ready to leave yet. This is my plus one. <clears throat> yeah. So um, I enjoyed it because it, it sort of gave me a little bit of an extra. I can still taste it right now. A little bit of extra mint there at the end. But presentation. Presentation, presentation was, is a 10. But, was like, a yeah, 10. This is like uh, chopped. Presentation that was a 10. show chopped on yeah, the yeah. Uh, Presentation is a 10. Yeah, but presentation was a 10, and I actually impressed myself with, with the way that shot came together because I wasn't sure. And I'm happy that the pineapple cream rum did actually sit on top of the creme de menthe, which means that the creme de menthe had more sugar in it than the uh, the pineapple cream rum. Thank God, because it looked way better than using a clear liquid in between. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the vodka is going to sit on top of anything because it's not sugary. It's just very spirity. Um, so uh, thank God that that happened. Yeah, I mean, yeah. And we ordered flags of the world for our picture. And I know you can see at Gold Thirst and on Instagram at Thirst. Ha- it's, it's funny because, but the, the one country missing. I mean, they have the Dominican Republic. I mean, they, they have like we had multiple flags in there that we'll never use, but the one flag that's really simple to put together, like they don't have a, a red, white, and green flag. It's weird. Yeah, I, we I was, haven't I was, tossed any of them. I was thinking of using the Italian flag and just turning it like Upside vertically. Down? <laughs> just hold you know, it, not horizontally, direct. but vertically. But then people would be like, why are they holding the Italian flag vertically? Yeah. But anyways. Yeah, it's just weird that that's like one of the few. Well, we have, I mean, we haven't tried every country, uh, but it is weird that of, of all the, the countries to be missing, that that would be missing. Yeah. It's like, do they have Romania, Bulgaria, like, I don't Estonia? Need to, I don't need Puerto Rico, but we have Puerto You never Rico. know. We might do a rum shot. Yeah, it's true too. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But I don't, I don't really need Nigeria. 
Yeah, well, we might do whatever they make in Nigeria. I don't need a green, white, green flag. <laughs> green, green, white, green. <laughs> Is it just green and white? Green, white, green. Green, white, green. Yeah, man, people love the stripes. Yeah, yeah. Three stripes. Yeah. <coughs> oh, dry. Uh, okay, so I'm at a nine. You are at an eight. Franny, anything else to add about the shot? No, it was, it was it was it was good. It was definitely better than what I thought it would taste like. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that was a really good shot to start um, off our our new season of the show. Yeah, I know, I know. I, I'm just I'm just thinking about season how, four. How the fuck can I get out of here again? <laughs> because once I once I step foot in L.A., I'm like, ugh, why am I back? Yeah, you know, it's 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 I funny. Flyaway driver screaming it, at it, me as soon as I. As soon as I like put my my bag down, put the handle down. <laughs> I'm like, dude, dude. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna yeah. put the handle down. Like yeah. I'm I'm four feet away. Yeah. Like before I get to you, I I I understand that you you're not gonna yeah. lower my handle for me and put it on the bus. Yeah. You don't need to. Like he literally screamed in my face. Like put the handle down. And I got on the freeway. Like Jesus. And I'm driving back home. It was like five lanes, six lanes in each direction, and there's fucking traffic. And it's like LAX is not that far away, miles uh, 18 wise, miles, yeah. eighteen miles. And it took about an hour and a half to get fucking home. Yep. And I'm like, what? Why am on I a Saturday? Why do I live? Oh no, here? on a Tuesday. On a Tuesday. Why am I here? And it's funny because like everybody, I've been like, asking myself like, that for like, the last like in, when I was in Salzburg. Ten, I, was, yeah, I liked it. I liked it here for the first two years. When I was in Salzburg. Uh, you know, like the first night I met those those folks from Massachusetts. It was like a couple, they were a good looking couple. I mean, the girl was fucking hot. Um, and and I mean her her husband was also a good looking dude. I mean, they were a good looking couple, and we got fucked up. And uh, in, they were in L.A. Menage a trois. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> well, you when, seem to be really into him. No, but she was hot. I mean, it is. I mean, she it was is nice. Austria, I mean, it is she Europe. Was, she was. She was a good-looking girl. But and um, he was also good-looking as far as he, you know. You did. No, I mean, they were, they were a handsome couple. They were handsome. handsome. Like, 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 like. There's a couple. Like, like, like. Sometimes, like, one of them is not that good-looking, and the other one is like, uh, you know, like they're like better-looking, better like, mismatched. But they were like a good-matched couple, you know. Um, but like, <laughs> but <laughs> so you were like. But like she said, like her, I think it was her sister lived out in L.A. for a while. I'm like, L.A. kind of sucks. Like I'm like I'm not a huge fan. I, I just live out here because I work out here. Um, if I could work anywhere else or live anywhere else, I would. But she's like, yeah, L.A. kind of sucked. I'm like, yeah, L.A. does kind of suck. They're from Massachusetts. I'm like, I think you guys agree with me. Like it's it's not. Yeah, it's like, a great place to live if you're rich. It's, a, it's and a, you don't have to work. Yeah, exactly. It, it's exactly. a really amazing place. Exactly. The weather's great. You can live in a great area. You can yeah. go to great, do great things, fun things, great restaurants, great theater. Mm-hmm. But if you got to work, yeah, and you got to be on the freeway every day, you don't have a helicopter. To do. Yeah, it's a pain yeah. in the fucking ass to get anywhere in this fucking city. Yeah, I mean, if I lived in Malibu or Palisades, or yeah, it's, didn't have to it's work. not a bad. I mean, if stuff. we could monetize this podcast and just live from this, then I would fucking do this, and I wouldn't travel anywhere in the fucking city. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't yeah, care, yeah. and I would travel outside the city. Yeah, but if you got to yeah. blow an extra two hours, three hours of your life, yeah, well, every day, know, like it's funny because I complain about it, and my commute is like nothing. But Ben, yeah, when I go to the office, it's an extra three hours. Yeah, for me, it's like I gotta drive eight minutes. <laughs> yeah, you got an eight minute commute. I got an eight minute before I even get to the freeway. It's fifteen minutes just to get to the freeway. And it's funny because I'm the one complaining. <laughs> yeah, but everybody agrees. Everybody except for the Scottish dude that we met in in uh, he had a good time in L.A. And I was like, well, how did visiting, LA, yeah, visiting how did anywhere. L.A. treat you? And, and you know, he's like, I, I I stayed in Burbank. I'm like, well, okay. I, I mean, we have things that are better. Than Europe, Maybe. and they have things that are better than us. But I yeah. mean, it's just a balance, you know. I guess the grass is always greener on the other side. 
Yeah, I mean, I'd rather, um, I'd probably, all things equal, I'd rather live over there. I would rather definitely live in Europe <laughs> than in LA. Yeah, yeah, I mean, there's other, but there's a lot of places in the United States I'd rather live than here. I would not. Yeah, there's definitely other places. Other than San Diego. San Diego is the only other place. Yeah. Well, you, there's other, there's 49 other states. I don't really care for most of them. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we need to do like a tour of the United States. Yeah, uh, nah, but nah. Friday. <laughs> What's next? On the- I mean, if if you could travel tomorrow, Ben, if you could like uh, take a trip anywhere in the U.S., where would you go? I mean, other than New York, because uh, I mean, you you know, you know you're New York, probably Montana and Wyoming. Oh, just because I've never, yeah, never, wi- never been. I've never no been. Wyoming, There's Wyoming. no people there, which is my cup of tea. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if if I'm gonna not if I'm gonna travel and I, and I'm not in Europe, I don't want to see people. Yeah. In the United States. So yeah, I haven't seen Montana, Wyoming. Montana, I and would I'd just, like to see I would it. not I would not care to go to Montana, but Wyoming, definitely Wyoming seems like one of those like outdoorsy places, like yeah. you said. I don't have to deal with anybody it's except for the bison. I that's that's it. That that's where I would want to go right now. Because yeah. I don't feel like seeing too people. many people right now. I've pretty much been everywhere in the United States with the exception of like my, my Wyoming, Montana and Missouri. I think those like the only states I haven't been to. Yeah, I remember like I was I was uh my last day in Croatia. I was uh, sitting at a cafe on Vied, and uh, there was this girl. She was wearing a shirt that said Nebraska, like Nebraska athletics. I'm like, do you go to school in Croatia? And I, and I'm like, I like Nebraska. Do you I've go to there. school in Nebraska? She's like, no, this is just like my sister. She bought a large shirt, and it, it fit better on me because she was a large woman. Um, and so I'm like, I'm going to see in my head, like, do you know where the fuck Nebraska is? <laughs> it, but Nebraska like, is nice. Good you know people are. Very nice people yeah, I'm sure there are, but I wouldn't worry. Yeah, the difference, but the, I shouldn't say I don't want to see people because I don't want to see L.A. people. But in yeah. Wyoming, I don't have to see L.A. people. <laughs> exactly. <yeah. laughs> Unless I go to Jackson Hole, then I got to see a bunch of rich assholes. So, <laughs> but, so I don't want to go to Jackson Hole necessarily. I want to go to the actual. But uh-huh. then again, Wyoming, they only have one representative. Mm-hmm. They don't even have 600,000 people in the yeah. entire state. Yeah. So Actually, the odds of running into a lot of people are pretty slim. Yeah. It's like. I just want it quiet. Don't want anybody there. Just want to just chill. Yeah, you know you're and... a small. You know you're a small state when you have more senators than you have representatives. <laughs> yeah, maybe Nebraska too. You know, yeah, Wyoming no, and Nebraska. But Nebraska actually, I, I spent a summer outside Nebraska. It's very nice. In yeah, Nebraska. Uh, it's nice being in a place where you don't know anybody and there's not much noise yeah. around. All right, funny. Uh, What's next on the big board? We're not happy to be back. Yeah. Uh, next up on the big board, Ben, is our beverage of the week. I mean, it can't be a terrible scotch when your name is in it, Ben. Exactly. It's the Ben Riach, the original 10 Speyside single malt scotch whiskey, three, ska- three cask matured 10 years, Ben. Yeah, ten years. Uh, that's it's ten years. Ten years is the perfect. Age. It's a nice looking bottle. You have some information for us, I'm sure. I do. Let me see if I get some music. Even though, <coughs> is it? Is there music? Oh, uh, there we are. All right. It's. Uh, let's see. We do have information from it. If this. You got a lot of tabs open right there. Yeah, it's many tabs. <laughs> it's many tabs I have open. Uh, this hey, is this you've is, got a lot of tabs open there. This is the Benriac, or as they say in Croatian, the Benriac. Uh, this is the Ben Riach original scotch. So. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a Speyside single malt scotch whiskey. It's three cast matured. This original 10 encapsulates the signature smooth and multi-layer character of Ben Riach, three cast matured for at least 10 years in bourbon barrels 
sherry casks, and virgin oak. Oh, I like the virgin oak. I don't like the smoked oak as much on a space side. To create layers of luscious... I don't want this oak to have sex with any other oaks. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck's wrong with you? I don't, you know, especially if it's like a... You know, I want it to be a virgin oak. Especially right? if it's like a California oak with like a northeastern oak. You know, there's a little too much oak mixing. Yeah. Uh, to create layers of luscious orchard fruit, sumptuous honeyed malt, and toasted oak, all interwoven with a subtle trace of smoke. The ah, the perfect the perfect introduction to our signature style and richly layered Speyside single malt. Franny denied the smoke, of course. Uh, let's see. The color is summer gold. The nose is rich orchard fruit, honey and toasted oak. The palate is ripe pear, nectarine, and malt sweetness with a finishing note of almond and spiced vanilla. And the smoke level is just a little bit, just a trace. Uh, according to the Master Blender, it's the classic sweet, full-laden style of Benriac. Luscious orchard fruit on a base of beautiful vanilla cream and pastry. That, for me, is the original 10. Multiple awards here. Uh, excellent at the 2021 Spirit Ultimate Spirits Challenge and a silver medal at the 2021 San Francisco World Spirits Competition. They've got a 10, a smoky 10. They've got a 12. I'd like to try that smoky 10. They've got a 12. Oh, yeah. they got a smoky 12. And they've got some other ones as well in their line. They've got the 10. They've got a malting season. They've got a 35. Ooh, man, 35. They've got some eclectic cast offerings. But yeah, I mean, this looks like a pretty good distillery uh, from the space side, which typically, Franny, and you correct me if I'm wrong, I'm not the expert here, a uh, little, oh, little, little smoother, a little less complex, I mean, typically, a yeah, little more fruity. Uh, you know, uh, you know the, the complexity, uh, you, you never really expect too much complexity but from a space side, but from the space side, you do expect that smoothness, the vanilla flavors, the... The some sort of biscuity notes, the honey notes. That's what you expect from the space sides, and that's what I expect from this too. But uh, cheers to you, Ben. I mean, the music stopped though. I mean, I really like that music. Yeah, that's our. Yeah, I love music. Yeah. All right, but, let's give it a uh, sniff. Let's, let's give it a sniff here. Oh, it's got a nice nose. I mean, you got you got the nice vanilla, honey, custard. I get a little vanilla. Mm. I get a little bit of a little bit of fruit. A little bit of a sweetness. Mm-hmm. I get a tiny note of woodiness. I'm not getting the wood. I get a tiny. <laughs> <laughs> well, you had not your getting ch- it, Ben. You had your chance in Salzburg. <laughs> um, yeah, I do get that. I do get the orchard fruit, though. I do a little bit of custard, stone a little fruit, bit of sweetness. You get I, that, I, I get that a tiny rock, the boulder fruit, boulder fruit. I get a, get, yeah, I'm, but I am getting a little hint, of, a little bit of a hint of an oak. No, there uh-huh. on the nose, a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. Oh, but yeah, I mean, it's 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 got a nice nose, a little bit, little Ooh. bit more spirity yeah, than actually, I expected. Yeah, I, I just I just took a, a a deeper sniff there, and it, it really knocked me in the nostrils. Yeah, it's got a nice spirit spiritiness to it that mm-hmm. I like. Cheers, Ben. Cheers. Let's give it a taste. All right. It's smooth. I mean, it goes down easily. Oh, it's very smooth. Very and, smooth. And uh, you, you get a nice bit of vanilla honeyness on it. But it's, I mean, it's extremely, for a 10-year-old scotch, it goes down very easily. I mean, you know, usually the older scotches 
are smoother, but for a 10-year, that is really smooth. Yeah, it's got a little bit of spiritiness to it, but very subdued. You know, I I, I, I think the reason why I, and it's got it that is, smoke, it's got that hint of smoke at the on the finish, a really nice. I think the reason muted though, hint of smoke. Why it is as good as it is, is because Ben is in the name. <laughs> That's probably right? true. That's yeah. probably true. Yeah, it's like Ben React. Yes, Ben, ben reacts. It Ben. Re- <laughs> it's not front react. <laughs> it's not front react. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. Good night, sweetie. Uh, are you going? To, oh, luck with noch. Do Virginia. Bog bog. But yeah, I mean, I, I just uh, sorry. I was paying attention to her there for a minute. Yeah, um, ben was it, paying attention to his wife. It, it does have that hint of smoke that really sort of surprised me, and and you doubted me and said that I was full of shit. No, in no, the no, pre-taste. No. Yeah, I, I think you and, read. I think you read. I know. I never. Re- I didn't read this black part here in the black. I didn't even know this was here. <laughs> oh, the the part that's on the on on the website. <laughs> yeah. Well, you like, I never. Down. I didn't read the website. I read Maybe the reviews. I didn't the read black the black part. The one that has the charcoal behind it. The one that has the smoky charcoal <laughs> look behind it. I didn't look at that. No, not at all. But I, I get a little honey on the nose. A little bit of a uh, some orchard fruit. A little bit, but that smokiness and that oakiness. I'm I'm surprised. Yeah, no, I, I well, I appreciate the smoothness. I mean, which is something you would expect from a space sides in general. But I mean, for a ten year old scotch to be this smooth, that is impressive. Actually, it's, it, it, it's impressively smooth. And do they have other offerings at Total Wine from this distillery? Or you know, I mean, this time around, I mean, obviously, when I picked this up, this was like about a month ago, so I didn't really pay much, much attention like this time around because next week we have a cognac. Yeah, of course. Coming up. And, uh, you know, it, uh, interestingly enough, I don't have any cognacs at home right now. And <laughs> well, take them. Take so, all of them. I don't, I, I don't know if we have any cognacs last, but I love There's it. the Aramaniac in the kitchen from. Oh, you got to tighten that thing. I know this thing. My, 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 my mic is swinging. That there one, is. There, there it is. Go. Okay. My mic is nice and tight now. Yeah, there's an Aramaniac in the. In is the, there really? Yeah. I'm going to take that. I'm taking the Armagnac, yes. Mm. But I'm actually really impressed with this one for a ten. Oh no, so am I. This is a, this is, and it wasn't overly expensive. I can't. It's got I, a I, nice. I don't remember the exact price, but it wasn't like you know that expensive. But it's got a nice flavor profile. Mm-hmm. It's smooth. Mm-hmm. It's got a sweetness, mm-hmm. and it has. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, and it has, but it does have that nice hint of woodiness. And smoke, but it's just a hint. Yeah. It just like it's just like there lingering in the air. It's like a candle burning many, many <laughs> yards away. It's just sort of it's there. But you don't really smoke. How many it. yards, Ben? About ten yards away. <laughs> it's about a first down away. Uh but it but it but it you, you get that hint of the candle, but it's not uh-huh. so overpowering as if it's burning around the table in front of you. Oh. Okay, that's 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 very good description. <laughs> <laughs> that, that that is, I mean, it's true. I mean, I'm like a metaphor machine, man. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, yeah. like everybody makes fun of me because I always try to explain everything in metaphors because I feel like people, yeah, but not not, people not get all it of your you... metaphors make sense. But this well, one, on the podcast, I get it, at work they make I get sense. It, because at it's, it's, it's a light scent, but not overly strong, where it's overpowering. But it's just that right amount that just sits, that aroma that sits in your nostrils. Yeah, it's like morning in Croatia. 
Like everyone's burning their garbage and their and their sticks in the morning, right? Jesus Christ, man, you're making crush sound like it's like a fucking. <laughs> no, no, no. It's a nice thing. Um, you're I, not invited back. I, no, okay. I learned. I learned about this this year. I learned about this this year from Marianne and and a couple other people. So, uh, you know, people are discouraged from burning their 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 like their leaves it's, and it's, their wood. It's, it's, it's been like that it's, for, for it, many, many years year now. Yes. During the middle of the day when the tourists are around. Well, anytime you shouldn't burn. So, your, yeah, okay. Most people, but you wouldn't know because you don't get up early in the morning. But, but I but, go to the beach but, every morning. But in early in the morning, a lot of people. What, what time did you get up in the morning? I mean, the first couple days, like 10. Oh, I got up earlier than oh, you. Yeah, yeah. But after that, I started to get up at like seven or eight. Damn, and, that's and then you, weirdly. And then you smell... Like the burning leaves and the burning wood in the morning, and I was taught that they're they're doing it. They they wake up really early in the dark and burn it so that it, the people don't get pissed that you're doing it while the tourists smell it. And but it, but it's not a nasty smell. I don't mean to like they're not burning garbage. It's just like you know like wood like clippings and tree clippings and pieces of sticks and stuff. So but it's in the air. Like it's 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 in the air uh, and you like there it is. It's, I smell it. Effervescent, but it's not. It's not like oh, that's a lot of smoke. It's just enough to make you feel like hmm, this smells nice. Uh-huh. So I mean, I think the tourists would appreciate it. I think they should encourage you to burn it in the afternoon. Yeah, yeah. I'm a bad mouth in Croatia. I don't know. Man. I grew up burning shit in a barrel. I grew up throwing plastic bags in the fucking. You still do steal barrel. <laughs> when we when we light the fire over here. I grew up going to like, my grandfather's house and we literally plastic. threw the garbage in let's a barrel throw, and burned let's it. Throw a styrofoam. <laughs> In there, uh, landfill or in the air, you, you take your pick. <laughs> this Tesla battery is not working for me. I'm throwing it in the fire. <laughs> Ooh, that might be fun. <laughs> that would not. I think we'd die. Yeah, probably. Mm. Yeah, I heard a good story this week. This, you'll like this. Uh, so a guy bought a Tesla. Mm-hmm. So he bought a Tesla secondhand. So he bought it used. And for some reason, when the guy bought the Tesla, they had unlocked the full range of the battery. It was like a 300 and it was like S. So it was like probably like a 380 mile range. Uh, but it was only supposed to have like a 250 mile range or something like that. So he took it to the, to the shop. And when he, when he did something happened with the car. So he took it to the shop and the shop discovered while they were working on the car that he had more range than he was supposed to have. And they actually cut back his range from 380 miles down to like 250, 260 miles because the prior person that purchased the car didn't purchase the additional range so they took it away from him that's stupid yeah the audi does the same thing they have like uh, heated seats so they put the heating coils in the seats Mm -hmm. but you can't get the heat unless you pay a subscription for the heat so they build the car like with all of the equipment you would need to pay for and then you have to pay subscriptions for all the upgrades that is that's, that's how cars are getting right now that's pretty stupid well i mean i leave it to the germans yeah yeah, but I, I just thought it was cr- like crazy that they they discovered it and then they took it away which, from which, which which is why I would never buy a German car here. Just I would just buy a Japanese. Well, car. Tesla's not German; it's Croatian. No, it's American. <laughs> <laughs> I was on the Nikola te- Nikola te- Tesla te- highway. Te- technically, it's American. <laughs> it's made in America. That's true. That's true. Well, Croatia should make a car. They do. They make that emuts. Can I get a hair? Uh, if you can pay about a million dollars for it, yeah, whatever it is. I mean, it's 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 uh it's an electric car it has about a thousand one thousand three hundred horsepower or something. 
It's it's one of the fastest cars out there. And let's monetize this bitch. Yeah, yeah, cheers, yeah. Let's monetize this uh, podcast tomorrow. Marimats. Yeah. We'll uh, we'll advertise you <laughs> on our podcast as long as you give each of us a car. Yeah, and we have plenty of listeners that can afford yeah, it. Yeah, it's about uh, 0 to 60 in like 2 point something seconds. It is crazy fast. And actually on, uh, I forget what show that was. I can't remember the show, but one of the one of the hosts like crashed the car and yeah, he almost died. But yeah, whatever. Yeah, I want to try that one. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, but where would you rank this one, Franny? Um, I would rank this Scotch. I would give it an eight. I mean, I I really do appreciate the smoothness. I mean, the complexity is not there, but the smoothness of a ten-year-old Scotch and the flavors that do come through are. It's nice, you know. I, I mean, I, you know the 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 vanilla notes, the custardiness to it. I mean, I get the the biscuity notes, which is you know something that I usually get off the scotches. Um, but I mean, it's it's a nice sipper. This is something that you want after a long day at work, and you just want to unwind, and you just want to just like take a nice big gulp of some scotch. This stuff is good, and it's not that pricey either. So I'd give it an eight. Yep, yeah, I agree. I'm going to give it an eight as well. I like the. The smoothness, I like the sweetness and the fruity notes. I also really, really, really enjoyed that little hint of wood, that little hint of smoke on the finish. So I'm going to give it an 8 for a 10-year. I would put this up there near the top, with the exception of the art bags and some other 10s we've had that are more expensive. i put this right up there with a lot of those 10s. Yeah. No, it's good. With the higher-level 10s that we've had. Yeah. All right, Friday's looking at his phone. Yeah, I know I'm looking at my phone so I can see, like, look at the beer because I mean, usually we have multiple beers on the table. I mean, we have at least one beer on the table and one in the cooler. Um, but this beer, uh, next up, <laughs> what, what, Nothing. what? No, there's the expression on your face was funny. That's all. Oh, okay. uh, you can't see it on the podcast, but it was funny. Well, I, I it was very. Right. I thought you were gonna like. It was very prof- professorial. No, I was, I was, I was because it was. It's, it's. Uh, I was looking because the the font is smaller, Ben. I'm getting older now, and it's it's oh, more difficult stop. to see the smaller print on my phone. I mean, yeah, I can understand how you feel now. Yeah, you exactly. Know, your eight starts with a. If your eight starts with a, but it's you're close good. To, it's close to. Yeah, but it's not. It's close enough to. It's not a. Yeah. It's, yeah, but it's barely a. I'm looking, Ben, at the beer uh, because we don't have it on the table. We have it in the cooler. We have one. It's, I mean, it's like a, almost like a, it's a pint. And, um, you know, our, our next up, we have our beer of the weekend. It was gifted to us by our longtime listener, one of my coworkers, Kim. Thank you very much. Ben, you don't tell any of your coworkers that you have a podcast. Uh, but it is from Tarantula Hill Brewing Company. Tomorrow's Problem IPA. I'm going to grab from the cooler, pour into a glass. And we'll give it a shot, see how it tastes. Yes, we'll be right back with the beer of the week. All right, and we are back with our beer of the week from Tarantula Hill Brewing Company. Tomorrow's problem, Ben. Yeah, almost didn't get the beer. IPA from Kim, my coworker, <laughs> Ben, because like I said, I, I I let my coworkers know that I have a podcast. That's why that I have a couple true. of extra listeners every now and then. You don't like to tell anybody. 
I tell many. You like to keep it a secret. I tell many, I, many people. <laughs> you just wear your shirt and hopefully people, you know, tune in. They ask about it. <laughs> you have a podcast yet? Well, you don't wear your shirt? You don't I, don't, I don't wear my shirt, but I tell people. It's from Thousand Oaks, Ben. It's a Thousand Oaks, so it's a local oh, it's a brewery. Oak, okay. Not too far down the road, just up to 101, 25 minutes away. There you go. All right. I have a little bit of information on this one. This is from, as Friday said, Thousand Oaks. They have a very nice offering. They have their core line, which is an IPA, a blonde, a hazy IPA, and a Cali Day IPA. Uh, this is one of their rotating offerings. This is the Tomorrow's Problem. You asked for it. Behold, our triple IPA. Cruising at 11% ABV. Damn, 1%. This beast of an IPA is incredibly smooth considering it's ABV and will surely sneak up on you. But by the time you realize what you've done, it's already tomorrow's problem. Uh, not a lot of information about the taste, but we know it's a triple IPA. We know it's going to be very robust in flavor. It's going to have a lot of that bitterness, that haziness. Doesn't look too thick, though. You know, uh, kind of like mixed around the glass right here. Doesn't look too thick. But as a triple, you know you're going to get that extra it's pop. Nice, nice golden from color. From the alcohol. Uh, so what uh, What did your uh, What did Kim say about it? You know, I I, I don't, I, I, I think she wasn't a big fan. <laughs> okay. She, th- she thinks we might like it, but she did not like it as okay. much as she thought she might. All right. I mean, I, I obviously this is, it's been like five or six weeks, so I'm just making stuff up right now. <laughs> okay, but well, that's yeah. pretty good memory. Pretty yeah. good memory. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And I'm I'm looking forward to tasting it. I think it's probably going to be pretty good. I like you know, Friday and I really like the local beers. We like the eight one eight, like San Fernando. We yeah, didn't, fuck the Made West. We didn't like the Made West from Ventura. Yeah, we had but that's quite a happens. few offerings like in a row from them. And when I was out there that one weekend, and you know, picked up a few beers. And only one of uh, the Pilsner was okay, but everything else was pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah. But most of the other ones, the San Fernando Brewing Company had some pretty good mm, offerings that we yeah. tasted and 818 Brewing wasn't too bad either. Yeah. No, of course not. Let's taste it or sniff it. All right, Ben. Let's see how this thing smells. Ooh, Ooh smells it's nice. High. It's hoppy. It's got hop. It's got bitterness. Citrusy it's got a little citrusy it, nose can, there. You can, you can really get the bitterness in there, like in the nose. Oh, but I also get a little bit of like, <clears throat> just a little bit of nature in there. Just a little bit. <laughs> just a little it's leakiness. The gesture you're making with your fingers. The nature. Nature. Just it looks like little... you're turning a key in a knob. Just the nature. Nature got, in there. It's got a little leafiness to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's like, you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> it's got nature. <laughs> You got the lions and the tigers. They're nature. There is, there is. There's a little bit of a just a little bit of a nature. I'm getting hoppy notes and citrusy notes. Maybe a little bit of mango, but uh, you know, I'm, I, that's part of nature, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but I am getting a little bit of a dried leaf note to it, like a like a like a dried autumn leaf in there. All right. I'm not making this up. Okay. Or I'm not saying you are. I, you know, everybody has their own experience with the beer. <laughs> Nature. (laughs) (laughs) Spelling it (laughs) on the keyboard. You know, there there are way more mosquitoes for some reason this year than there has been the past. Like I, you know why? 
What, is because that fucking pool behind you? Uh, nature. Nature. <laughs> like, seriously, even in Croatia, as, as bad as mosquitoes can be in Croatia. There weren't that many this year. Not that many this year, but for some reason, I mean, this guy behind you with his pool and his saline fucking solution that he has in there, <laughs> get it for these fucking mosquitoes. Yeah, just put that pool sp- sponsored by Bausch and Long. I guess. All right, well, cheers. Just I mean, throw your contacts over all the right, fence. All right, cheers, Bounce. Let's taste and see if we can taste the nature. <laughs> In this, <laughs> let's do it. All right, all right, well, all right. Cheers all right here, to we go, here we go. Here we go. You taste. I can, I can smell the nature. All right, all right, all right. To to nature, Ben. See if you can get the taste. Yes, let's see. To, uh, e- taste the rainbow. It's eco-friendly beer. Taste the like rainbow. Nature. <laughs> I almost just spit this all over the computer. You're lucky. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Did you get it? Did you get the nature? I get the nature. See, you didn't even swallow it. I'm like, how, does, how does nature taste? Like a dried leaf. Uh, what, what does nature smell like to like you? Like a dried leaf. All right, all right, all right, all right. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> you can't. <laughs> with, the, with an IPA. With obviously with an IPA, you get citrusy notes, hoppy notes. Never got nature. <laughs> I just from, got it. Okay, all right. I smelled it, and when you taste it, you're going to see what I mean. All right, all right. Well, let's see if I can taste the nature. Turn up. I can taste the nature or smell the nature. <laughs> Well, when you t- have you tasted it yet? Oh yeah, no, okay, okay. No, I'm you're going, gonna, you're I'm gonna going get, in. I'm going in. For you're gonna mind. get the nature. I'm going in. You're gonna, gonna get it. I guarantee it. I promise <laughs> it. It's that skunky nature right, right in there. Taste it. Ooh, it's got nature. No, it's that is. It's almost like a still dank, right? It is. It's like a tangy. Skunkiness, like it's really difficult to describe. <laughs> you, know how, you know how I would describe it? Like nature. <laughs> <laughs> I would describe it like nature. Uh, that is, it's, it's it's thick. It's definitely. Damn, this is way. I mean, like when you like mix when you swish it around in the glass, it's like it's liquidy. Light. It looks light. You, you, you don't say. But Wait, then the when, beer when, when, when that you, you pour it in the glass is like a liquid. No, but it's it's it like, has like a but it has like a the, consistency the, of the liquid. higher the higher the viscosity alcohol. is low. Is that yeah, what but you're the saying? higher alcohol content usually it's a little bit thicker. This one looks yeah, really thin. Yeah, vodka usually I could barely pour it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, trying to get me back. All right, vodka usually comes out like motor oil. Not maybe in Russia. <laughs> I'm not trying to get you back. It's just it's it's part of the tit for it's tat. It's interesting. You know what it tastes like? Not like nature. <laughs> no, no. This dank skunkiness has nothing to do with nature. I mean, it's it's it is it's somewhere between a Hungarian rest stop and a regular IPA. It is, it's bitter, and it's it is. Th- thick and it is you can definitely you can taste the alcohol in this one that's a very strong beer it just i mean it's got a weird sort of dank skunky 
It, it lacks the, the citrus and the bitterness on, in, on, in the mouth. I mean, it's, it's a difficult beer to drink. Yeah, I mean, it, it lacks. You like can a, taste the alcohol. Yeah, and it's it's a bitter. It's dank, or it's not bitter. It, it's dank and skunky, but it doesn't have that bitterness and that citrusy notes. Yeah. in the mouth. On the nose, it does, but on the mouth, it's 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 thick and 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 alcoholy. I mean, it's spirity. I mean, it's a, it's like a spirity beer, which is something that we you don't experience very often. I'm definitely getting a lot of nature on that one. Wow. I mean, I'm, one of these cans can really fuck you up. Yeah. I mean, it's just, um, I'm not a huge fan of I'm the not flavor of it. Yeah. I mean, my, I, I, well, I wouldn't be able to drink this beer easily. Uh, you know, on a, especially on a, like, it's warm it's outside right now. Like, if it was like, well, yeah. I had a Peroni last night too, and I love Peroni. I mean, Peronis, I, I haven't had a Peroni, like, you know, before we went to Croatia. I, had, I, had, I love had Peroni. A, I haven't had a Peroni. No, I haven't had a Peroni since Peroni? like maybe you have like, a Peroni? Yeah, last Who's night. Who's got a Peroni? No, but no, Peronis are easy. They're flavorful. They go down, and, and you have no problem. But this one, that, that's 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 not easy to pound, this beer. I mean, that's that's a very thick, spirity beer that I would not drink in nature. <laughs> it, it's it is nature. Yeah. No, I wasn't wrong though about the nature. Yeah, you were. I mean, come on, it tastes kind of dank, bro. It's, but not in a San Diego it's, way. It's, it's interesting. I mean, it's an interesting beer. It's just it's it's a very heavy beer. I mean, that's a very heavy, spirity beer that has that sort of hoppiness to it. But then there's not much carbonation either. Yeah, no, I'm not not feeling it, and I, and I understand why Kim didn't feel it either. Yeah, but you'd never know it though by swishing it in the glass because usually no, when there's it. a lot of alcohol, it's very very thick. No, but look at that! Look, it looks like just a regular lager almost. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. It's not that dark. It's it's sort of light in flavor. It's 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 golden, but it is very heavy. Damn, that's a, that's that's a beer that will fuck you up. Yeah, I'm not a I'm not a. I mean, I like the nose. The nose is good. It's mm-hmm. got the citrus. It's got the nature. Mm-hmm. It's got a little bit of bitterness on the nose, uh, but on the on the tongue, it's really sort of skunky, bitter. It's it's almost like a bitter dankness. It's almost like a moldy dankness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it's it's. I would definitely try other beers from uh, Traditional Brewing, but this one. Uh, maybe maybe if it was a colder night. Maybe if it was like fifty degrees outside right now, and we were drinking this, and you want something that's a little bit heavier, a little bit uh, more spirity, but like on a you know on a hot night, like not many seventy five degrees right now, eleven thirty almost. This is not what you want to drink on a night like tonight. Yeah, so it's it's uh, it's it's not an easy one to go down. That's for sure. What would you rate this, Ben? I'm gonna give it a six. I would give it a five. I'll give it a five. It's it's about it's it's I'm just average. Giving it a six because the it's, nose is okay and there's a little tonight. bit of flavor there. But you know, I do thank Kim for for you know for oh, giving for sure. us this beer. Um, you know, uh, she's she's a coworker that I've I've uh, I've told that I have a podcast. Uh, ben, like unlike you, that you don't tell anybody at work that you have a podcast. Maybe you would get beers from your, maybe some of your coworkers too. They, they would share things that they enjoy with you. She she loves drinking beer. So do I. Sometimes on the podcast. That's true. Yeah, and you you do. That's true. You just ignore, we all know it would dramatically. You ignore every single one of your coworkers. It would definitely. It would dramatically lower my candor. <laughs> to be the most boring podcast ever. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> Given what I do. Uh, 
I'm not sure how much how much uh, maybe you overestimate <sighs> that. I mean, because I'm, I'm your your coworkers. I'm sure when they go out, they do things that you know maybe they do, but yeah. nobody ever knows about them. Well, it's a podcast. Well, that's true, but it, 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 where I work, people do not share their personal. It's, it's just a weird. It's the only place I've ever worked where people just don't talk about their personal life. I don't really. Talk they talk about, about their wives, their 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 kids. That's yeah, about it. I don't really talk about my personal life to my coworkers either, but I do have a podcast. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. You know. So I'm asking you to trust me on this one. I'm saying, just saying, might get a few extra listeners out there. Maybe they might enjoy it. Oh, uh, they would definitely enjoy it. Yeah. And then they would record it, take little <laughs> snippets of it, and and file a complaint. Send it to HR. Yeah. <laughs> you listen to this guy? Because <laughs> I'm the enemy. You listen to this guy? <laughs> yeah, I know. But I give it a five. It's 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 average. There's enough. I mean, there's interesting notes there, but it's not something that would go back to if it was on the shelf. I would definitely not buy the stuff yeah i mean usually i finish it but i'm not gonna finish that one i'm gonna i'm gonna uh i'm gonna hold off on my post-production alcohol consumption <laughs> and i'm gonna drink the penriac i'm not gonna finish that beer sorry kim uh <laughs> i don't want to the alcohol intake for the rest of the night i want it to be something that See, I I'm, enjoy I'm waiting tasting. i'm waiting for you to bring a beer from one of your coworkers. <laughs> <laughs> it's unlikely <laughs> You know, because I've 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 brought multiple on the podcast now. That is true. You know, not not just from Kim, but there's been a other couple other coworkers uh, right, that I've enough, also enough, shared. I won't name them with me. I won't name the people, but I do have about three people that I could tell about it safely, uh, without it spreading. I do have about three. So I yeah. I, I fair enough. Mm-hmm. But it, but it's it's a very it has to be very it has to be very someone you trust. That's pretty funny. It's it's unfortunately true. It's like secretive. Uh, not even secretive. It's just uh, it's a, it's an interesting environment. Let's put mm-hmm. it that way. Mm-hmm. It's a very it's a closed system. Mm-hmm. It's a very closed system. Let's put it that way. It's not. It's not. Uh, yeah, I'll <laughs> I'll explain it off the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm at a six, you're at a five. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what's next up on the big board? Next up on the big board, Ben, we have our housekeeping to finish up the show and the housekeeping portion has become your portion. My portion of the show. Although I think you did an excellent job before I took over this portion of the show. Because you wrote this, and obviously I could write. You, this you too. can write whatever you want. I know, but you're so excellent at writing things. That's your way of saying yeah. that you you criticizing my writing, but yeah. you won't actually. No, 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 no. It's it's amazing. <laughs> I don't think it's amazing. <laughs> Great. Great. Oh my god, I can't get that taste out of my mouth. Yeah, I know. I, I okay. can still I can still taste the beer in my mouth as well. But take it away, Ben. Nope, this is all on <laughs> no, you. No, it's you. No, this do is it, all on it. you. You're so good at it. Nope, it's all on you. Yeah, ad libbing and everything. Nope, nope. No, all right, you can ad lib. Uh, no, yeah, but you're so. But you wrote it, so you're like you can ad lib the portion. You can ad lib the whole thing if you want. Okay. All you have to do is mention the website and mention the Twitter and the Instagram, and, yeah, 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 yeah. and then you're good. You can say all whatever right, you want. All right. You can say whatever you want. Keep it for the show, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> We're a show. About football, fun, friends, whiskey, and beer reviews. 
please head over to our website at thirstandgold.buzzsprout.com. There you can subscribe and listen to past episodes. How many episodes, Ben? 179. Now, 179. Ben, 100. What are we going to do for a 180th episode, Ben? Uh, pre, <laughs> well, pick, pick the week one winners. That's right. That's right. Yeah, that's, that's true. Yeah. And 200, we will have uh 200. We will have a 20 year old scotch on the 200th episode. <laughs> will we? Yeah. <laughs> it's a big episode. That is true. That's, that's 20 weeks away. I will definitely get a 20 year old for that one. Scotch? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I'm not, I haven't been to Salzburg recently, but yeah, I'll get to get a, I'll get a 20 year old Scotch for that one. All right, check out our show notes, links to the stories we cover, and oh, what happened to our uh, feel good story? Oh, I knew it was going to be long this week, but all uh, the news, yeah. Uh-huh. Plus, it's one more week to the season. Yeah, I know, but I figured like you would you would come with a good feel good story because it's like the last time we would have a feel good story. I can have story. one next week. I can do one next week. <clears throat> I just was I figured the NFL news I was didn't say so we needed long. one. I just said what happens to it. <laughs> I was like, well, this is going to be long. <laughs> All right, and there you can uh links to stories we cover and booze beer we review. Links to all podcatchers download or you know, we has anybody left a review in quite some time? I mean, I don't know. I haven't checked that Apple. Podcast. I, haven't, I, haven't, I should. I haven't, I haven't really checked it myself. I'm not well, sure. If I take any... a more Joe Rogan approach. Like if yeah. you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't. Yeah. Well, if I was making hundred million dollars, I wouldn't really even care yeah, if anybody organic. left a review. Like an yeah. organic, yeah, nature, mm-hmm. natural thing. <laughs> yeah, growing the show. Email us. <laughs> call us. Nobody calls us. Oh, well, uh, nobody's called us in a while. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's been, it's, it's been some time. I mean, yeah. yeah. Well, we, we, our, I our mean, if we did a, there, if we did a live stream, they would call. Should we? Should we start doing that? I've, I've been. We told, could do a live stream. We got to be on camera, though. <clears throat> that's fine. I mean, you know, I mean, I'm not like a terrible looking person. I mean, you know, I never said you were. I know. I'm just saying, like, you know, maybe just like uh, getting my speedos or something. Like <laughs> <laughs> no more. Yeah, I mean, when you start walking, when you start working and your out, jorts. Then, when you start working, oh my god, yeah, that was a thing in Europe this year. <laughs> yeah, the jean it's shorts. A, it's I, a I, thing I expected, in Europe every year. I thought you would be wearing jean shorts tonight. I tried, Sonia wouldn't let me buy them. I I, I said like. It, you know, everybody wears them over there. She's like, yeah, over there. <laughs> Although over here, it's probably become a thing. The jean short thing. Well, I like the but tight it's not, jeans it's are not, always in over there. But it's not just jean. It's their tight jean short. They're like really yeah, tight jean shorts. Yeah. I like tight clothing. I, so do I. But I don't know about jeans, though. Well, you don't wear a whole, like, you know, I mean, you, they're not like all over. They're only like halfway down to the knee. <laughs> Yo. You know what? Maybe maybe next week we should do this podcast wearing jean shorts. I'm fine with that. Follow us on Twitter, Ben. What's the Twitter handle? At Goldthirst. Or on Instagram at Thirst and and check out our photos on both Twitter and on Instagram. They're great because I take them. Yes, of course. <laughs> Anything else you want to add, Ben? No, that's it. We're just happy to be back. Well, happy to be getting ready for week one in a couple weeks. Happy to be weeks. back on the podcast. Yeah, happy, happy to be, be back, back on the podcast. From the vacation. Yeah, not yeah, happy to be back at work, but happy that we're back sharing our- Happy that I have a job, but not happy that I'm back at work. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just sharing our thoughts with you. Look at really, I'm looking really looking forward to uh, week one. New era in Pittsburgh with Trubisky and Kenny Pickett. New era- in Philadelphia with a stacked offense, stacked defense, stacked offensive line, stacked defensive line, and Jalen Hurts with one more year of experience under his belt. So we're really, I'm looking forward to a great season from mm-hmm. the Steelers, the Eagles, and the Seahawks. Yeah, definitely Seahawks talk about it. Seahawks is going to struggle a little bit. 
way more next week because uh, we're only going to be one week away from a brand new season. And uh, the following week, next week we'll have a new episode. The following week we will not have a new episode because I will be at a cousin's uh, birthday party. Exactly. So that we'll... Ben wasn't invited to again. <laughs> exactly. So we'll, <laughs> we'll be next week, then we'll be off the following week. And then we'll be back the following week with to, the, talk to about break the down all of week one. Week one. All right, folks. Well, anything else to add? Nothing else to add except thank you so very much, everybody out there, for listening to our shenanigans. Exactly. And we'll see you next week.